Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tim Paul's Podcast. I am your host, Sam Randazzo, and I am joined today by my two extremely handy co-hosts. To my right, it is the one, the only, fresh off of IR, Uncle Sam. Hello. And to my left, it's our very own Mr. Zolo, Mike Pelazzolo. How you doing? I'm starving right now. Are you? I wish I would have ate some of that food from last night because now it's gone. It's gone. It got eaten up today. Are you good right now? Yes, I am. You sure? Yeah, I'm ready. I got the light shining straight in my eyeball right now. <laughs> Anyways, how was your weekend? It was okay. Any details? I mean, Halloween. We haven't seen you since we were I sat on Friday. freeway for three and a half hours fucking Saturday afternoon. Any other fucking questions you got for me? All right, that was Saturday. So Saturday was yeah, a good day. Saturday. What about Sunday? Well, Sunday was Sunday. I watched a lot of football. That away. Yeah. Monday? Uh, Monday I watched Torn the Lions meniscus. Game. Yeah, Leon just chimed in asking. About I, I, d- I didn't have I didn't have as good a time as Bruce Monday, but you know. Leon just Bruce ch- was actually at a a function with a female this week. I'm so proud of him. So damn proud. Uh anyways. Um Ripping Le- and tearing. Leon just uh came in. He wanted to ask about your torn meniscus. I don't have a fucking torn meniscus. He's got a okay? shrinking brain though. Anyway, solo, how was your weekend? <laughs> That was that was the week. That was three days ago. Did well, we already, oh yeah, I forgot. We, tip Zolo, Zolo tipped on Monday. I forgot. How's your week so far? Halloween, T- today, Monday night football. This week is significantly better than the last couple weeks have been. Good, good. That's it. We're off to a good start then. Well, halfway. Been a good work week. Again, I'm starving right now. I think I'm gonna make red meat later. I'm making red meat later as okay. well. Okay. I got a couple Wagyu New York strips. Going straight on the Blackstone. Beautiful. What are you making? Sorry? You, what's for dinner tonight? I have no idea. You don't know? Don't what up, Cam? You need to get that Aladdin in you faster because this energy right now. I'm good right now. You got to get your energy up. Did you get a new phone? No. That's the same phone? Yeah. Oh, it looks bigger than it used to. Anyways. She's a, she's a beast. Yeah, I know. That's why I can never that's why I can never get a hold of you because your phone's such a beast. Anyways, we have a lot to get into today, so I think that's enough bullshitting, right? Um <sighs> Well, welcome back, officially. Welcome back. It's good to have you. It wasn't the same without you. Zolo, don't you agree? Yeah, we missed you. I asked about you every day. I'm good, Zolo. Can you take your pill today or something? Bruce, can you come take the drill away, please? (laughs) You come over here, I'll drill you right between the eyes with it, asshole. Um, Big week. So, Lions obviously get a nice win on Monday night. We haven't recapped anything from Sunday. We need to talk about that. Okay, well... So do we want to start with Lions? Do we want to start with the rest of the week? I say we get right into the Lions and Raiders because we got a lot of news there. Oh, but before that, we should probably do the news, right? Just the news outside of Lions and Raiders news. So we'll start off with the news. All right, so obviously the trade deadline was yesterday at 4 p.m., Uh, there wasn't too many notable things. We already covered the Leonard Williams trade on Monday. Um, but the Vikings traded for a quarterback after losing Kirk cousins for the year. 
Uh, they have received quarterback Josh Dobbs from the Arizona Cardinals and a seventh-round pick in exchange for a sixth-round pick. So uh, they already came out and said he would not start this week. Uh, they want him to get up to speed a little bit. And so we are going I, to – I don't know why they don't just put him in. I think he'll be ready. You give him two, three days of practice, he should be ready to go. <laughs> I don't know if it's as much as he's not going to be ready or they want to – The verbiage. Well – He's got to learn the verbiage. I think they kind of want to see what Jaron Hall is going to do. I mean, I don't know how much we can really expect, but I don't know how much you can really expect out of Josh. Do Will Evans. I don't know how much you can really expect out of Josh Dobbs either. Um, Washington let go of their two best pass rushers. Uh, Chase Young headed to San Francisco for a third-round pick. So San Francisco's uh, monster defensive front full of first-rounders just getting that much more stacked. And Montez Sweat was traded to the Chicago Bears. Um, that one left me scratching my head a little bit. Uh, if you guys want, we could you want to break that one down a little bit now because that to me that was the biggest surprise of the day. Because if you're the Chicago Bears, I don't know how at this point you're at the deadline buying anything. Uh, oof. So what it comes down to is that pick pick as it stands right now a second rounder next year for Chicago in the 2024 draft is pick 35 which is basically a first rounder so they basically the, the commanders basically got a first rounder for Josh Sweat and that makes a lot of sense on Chicago's end they're going to have the cap room to do it all indicators right now is that they're going to all indications right now is that they're going to end up drafting a quarterback as well which means you have another 5 years of a quarterback on a rookie deal you got all these guys on rookie deals so you have the money to pay Josh Sweat and that's a good addition to their defense so it makes sense they had the capital to do it they had the draft capital to do it they have the cap space to make it happen so why not uh, just because your team is bad doesn't necessarily mean you're a buyer or a seller in this league and that's something that I want to get into when we talk about the Lions and the deflation. You know, the trade deadline is a little bit overrated in the NFL, in my opinion. It is every year. And, I mean, good for Chicago. It's a good little get there. But the the math doesn't really check out. I mean, they, I think they overpaid for Josh Sweat personally. But, hey. Second-round pick? Yeah. Second-round pick, that's a fringe first-round pick. Remember that. I'm shocked that he, he got well, more. You look at it this way, though. He's young. He's better than anybody they're going to be able to get with that pick next year. So, you know what? I think it was a smart thing to do. That's the prevailing theory for – so, so yeah. again, it's a mindset. Some GMs are thinking that's probably better than anyone I'm going to draft. Correct. But then you have other GMs, cough, cough, Brad Holmes, that are thinking, I think I can do better with my draft capital uh. than I can getting the player. So that I think that's me. That argument for sure holds up with Chicago because they clearly don't draft well. well or maybe here, this here. past draft, Ryan Poles, I think, had, is coming off a pretty good draft. But go ahead. As far as Chase Young goes with this third round pick, that was a steal. That's a steal. In my opinion, that in was my a opinion, it is because if it doesn't work out, you can't extend him to a, a deal. He walks. You get that back as a uh, compensatory pick. So you're not fucking out anything. You still have that pick. So to me, that was fucking a masterful job, I think. I was just, Personally. I was surprised that he demanded less 
than Sweat. I thought it was going to be the other way around. No, so, it, you know what? He was the first overall pick. That was another, I, I don't want to be an asshole, Jadavian Clowney. He's another Jadavian Clowney. He was never a lead pass rusher coming out of college. He's a guy that sets the edge, mm-hmm. plays good against the run, and uh, when he has to get some pressures, he can do it sometimes. But he's inconsistent. So I've had to talk myself off the ledge after yesterday. And okay. my mindset, it hasn't completely changed, but I feel a lot better. And Cousin Steven, shout out to Cousin Steven in the chat. Love you, miss you. Um, Cousin Steven just brought up a really great point. Why not just pay for him in the offseason and still have the second-round pick? So there, there's two there's two ways to look at it. The way I was looking at it on Monday or on Tuesday, yesterday, was this team has a really good opportunity right now. This team is in the Lions. has a really good window now. There's no clear front runner. They can get the job done. There's no they have the they have the third easy excuse me, the fourth easiest strength of schedule. The only teams in front of them are the Saints, the hold on, I, I wrote it down somewhere. The only teams in front of them are the Saints, the Colts, and the Falcons. Lions have the fourth easiest strength of schedule. They have no clear cut, you know, no there's no sure sure thing lost left. They're gonna be competitive in every game that they play. Number one. Number two, they're only one game back of first place, and the Eagles still have to go through a gauntlet. They still have to play the Niners. I think they have to play the Ravens. Yep. They have to play the Chiefs. The Eagles have some really tough games left. They have to play the Seahawks, I'm fairly certain. So, And then on top of that, all of the front runners have to play each other. The Chiefs have to play the Ravens. The, the 49ers have a tough schedule. The Seahawks have a tough schedule. Lions have a really easy strength of schedule. But Cousin Steven brings up a great point, and, I, and it's going to make me pose a question to you guys right now. What was the last major impactful trade deadline deal that happened before the deadline in the middle of the season that led to a team winning the Super Bowl? Vaughn Miller. Okay, that was really quick, but that is the answer. Yeah, it's, you're it's, right. it's Vaughn Miller. Yeah, I'm not wrong. If you go back never wrong when it comes to Vaughn Miller. If you go back over the last five years, all of the <laughs> deadline deals, all the major deadline deals, they don't yield much. Trade deadline deals do not yield much. They might get you a win in the playoffs. A lot right. of the time they don't get you in. And then not only do they not yield much, but an overwhelming majority of the time, including with Von Miller, that player that you trade for on the expiring contract, 75% of the time does not re-sign with that team. Doesn't happen. Good for good for the Niners for making it happen. Well, Something- I, I mean, last year you had... McCaffrey, uh, no Super Bowl. Right. Pull it up. Pull up the big deadline. Deal I got him year. up right. Hawkinson here. didn't win a playoff game. So biggest ones in recent memory. Hassan Riddick. Hassan Sign, Riddick signing was... with uh, the Eagles. Yeah. Uh, the Rams acquiring Jalen Ramsey. They didn't win a Super Bowl. No. Eventually, 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 two years later, and he yeah. was under contract when they traded for him. Correct. So they had to pay a right. premium for him to get him. Eventually, that was beneficial to Super Bowl. I, I look at it this way, and uh, Vaughn Miller, Vaughn Miller's on here twice, actually. Correct. Yeah, correct. What was the other one? What was his uh, other trade deadline? Uh, well, he was on here for uh, the Rams. No, it's the Rams. Yeah, Buffalo. I was gonna say my he's bad. only played for three teams. I thought I saw his name on here twice. The Rams yeah. one was the biggest one. Yeah. Well, I mean. Listen, if you can get a a talented player, and to me, at this point, uh, talent rules, okay? 
And if you're going to tell me that the Detroit Lions have a better pass rushing group huh. than Chase Young or or even or even uh, Montez Sweat on the roster right now, I'm going to tell you you're fucking crazy. So with Chase Young in particular, I really wanted him. Yeah. I really, I, really I, wanted be, him. To be honest with you, I would have wanted Sweat more than him. Regardless. Just focusing on agreed. And I, I know I'm still I more think Chase Young. Sweat is a better pass rusher than Chase Young. I, I think he's a lot better than Chase Young because even with Chase Young gone, Sweat was still putting up the numbers. So that's to me tells me everything I need to know. So he's a more effective pass rusher. This year, this year, both of them really aren't putting up the numbers. But you know what they both did have? especially Chase Young, and Sweat had it too, but especially Chase Young, was the quarterback hurries. Correct. And when you add the hurries with Hutchinson, who leads the league in hurries, and you have that coming from the other side, that's why I really wanted Chase Young. Again, I've had to talk myself off the ledge. One of the reasons supposedly the commanders parted with him for less than what Sweat went is because he's got issues. Chase Young clearly has issues. He's got character issues. He was phoning in workouts. Now, I still think the whole this person has issues argument is bullshit because look at what our what our buddy uh, what our buddy Jalen Carter is doing for the Eagles this year. But he has major issues, and he wasn't showing up to workouts. He wasn't putting in the effort with the commanders. And on top of that, I don't know if they're going to sign him. But real quick, I, I think when a team, team doesn't commit to you, that eventually that – kind of tells you what it is. This is the business aspect of this sport. Comes in and punches you in the mouth. And there you are giving blood, sweat, tears, and rehabilitating like he was because he was injured so much. And uh, they basically gave up on him. They gave up on him. They didn't give up on him, though, until this offseason. They, of, they gave up all of those. It wasn't until this offseason, though. All of those issues that I talked about that we've been reading about, they've been going on for years. So credit I to the Niners. I leave that long. He's his fourth year. How old is he? This is his fourth year. He's and he hasn't played for a year and a, a year and a half. And, and while he while he was injured, he wasn't putting in the workouts behind the scenes to get better. Meanwhile, your boy Aaron Rodgers is three months removed or two months removed from Achilles surgery, and he's on Throwing the field passes. Throwing. Did you see him? You know what I'm Did saying? You see him. <laughs> so I think I think there were bigger issues at playing Chase baby. Young. It doesn't mean I didn't want him. I really wanted him, but. Here's another fact. I don't know if you guys saw this at all. Do you guys know who leads the league in salary cap right now? Who's got the most salary cap to work with? The Bears. No, it's the 49ers. They're able to snake. John Lynch is able to snake all these moves left and right because he deferred the comp. I mean, they got Brock Purdy and a rookie salary. They deferred McCaffrey's comp, and most of it is in signing bonus. The same Boza's comp doesn't kick in until next year, the big money deal for Boza. So that's why he's able to swing these deals. And they're going to have a shot at signing him. It's just a matter of how much he can maybe. accomplish. Yeah, maybe. 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 I don't think a lot well, of these guys I, that were I look at it this way sign. right now. I mean, which team is in the most trouble right now? San Francisco. Defensively, for sure. They've, they've lost three in a row. For sure. They're not looking any better. Brock Purdy was uh, average at best in his last game mm -hmm. through two costly interceptions. And they need to seriously fucking fix their... Wolves on defense, because that's what's getting them there. Their defense is the problem. Correct. Because their offense has been, even if Brock Purdy's been bad two of the last three weeks, their offense is still holding up their end of the bargain. When you're given when you're giving up thirty points, was it thirty points to the Bengals? The Bengals dropped thirty. That yeah, was that was wasn't their MO. Listen, I I'm not gonna toot any horns here, but I 
took the Bengals, and I took the Bengals for a reason. You did? 31. 31. I took the Bengals as well. Yeah. He took the Bengals, and he took yeah. the Bengals too. I, I took the Titans. I, I hate to I hate to change gears here, but can either of you guess what on this list of the biggest deadline deals ever? What the sec that led to a Super Bowl? What the second one is besides Von Miller? Is it recent? Is it? It, it was twenty seventeen. <laughs> so is the Patriots, if my math is correct? Right? No, it's the Eagles. McCaffrey, the Eagles. The Eagles. 2017. Uh, it's a receiver. No. I don't know. Jay Ajay. Jay Ajay. I yeah. could see that. Yeah. I could see that. Okay. Anyways. Yeah, took him to the Super Bowl. Uh, we'll get Beat back. the Patriots. The gist is I was hung up. I was pissed yesterday. I, it, it, ruined my, it ruined my night for an hour or two. But I've reevaluated today, and you don't need to win the I, trade you know deadline to I, win the Super Bowl. I was Bowl. actually kind of happy that they just – all the damage that they did was just a receiver. Yeah. And I was kind of fucking happy about that. It's a serviceable receiver, too. Uh, well, I mean, you need somebody, Marvin Jones, you know, he's yeah. what he is. And I said it in the beginning of the year. He, he's just – he's a ghost. He's – Fucking Randall Cobb. I'm pleased. I, I watched Jonathan <laughs> Peoples-Jones in high school. I watched him at Ford Field, so that's I'm, exciting. I'm, I'm not sold on him. No, but he's got big play potential, yeah. at least. And he's he's tall. He stretches the field. He can go on kick returns. I'm not expecting him to come in. I saw someone say he's the clear number two. No, he's not. He might be number three. He wasn't even number if two. If he's lucky. Listen, listen, my man couldn't beat Amari Cooper out. Well, Amari Cooper's number one receiver. Amari Cooper's a monster. Oh, I I think I think Donovan Peoples Jones was a great get. I'm excited to see what he does. I'm excited that yeah. he's back home. Uh, he he was very inconsistent. <clears throat> I like having him as the big receiver. Yeah, he's the it's, tall it's guy. guy that he's they the tall guy that they haven't had that's going to stretch the field. Yeah. Uh, some more news. Rams quarterback Matthew Stafford uh, officially has a UCL sprain in his right thumb. He is not practicing today. Uh, and it is looking like he will not play in Green Bay on Sunday. Damn it. Uh, Bills quarterback Josh Allen did not practice today due to a shoulder injury. Who's the backup there in uh, L.A.? Uh, Brett they just si- they Brett signed Rippin? someone else off the streets today, too. It was They did what? They signed someone off the streets today, too. Oh. it was So Brett Rippon, as of right now, is the okay. number two. Uh, let's see who number three is. Because they got Stenson Bennett is still on the roster, but he's – MIA. He's uh off the or on the what do they call the list where your non football injury list. Is he in rehab? NFI. Maybe, yeah, yeah. probably. Um He's hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Or something At like least that. he knows he has a problem and it's time to go to rehab. Uh Darren Waller, tight end for the New York Giants, uh came out today and said that He's been very frustrated this year, and it's very discouraging as he deals with a second hamstring injury this year. Uh, He said that it's going to potentially take him, quote-unquote, weeks to get back uh, and also added that it's going to take a little bit. So things get bad from bad to worse in in Giants land because I don't even – is it just – say Saquon Barkley might fucking carry the ball 50 times this weekend. It might happen. Yeah, sounds like it. Uh, Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson practiced today. What a fucking waste of life. (laughs) 
Biggest cares? news of the day for Uncle Sam. Biggest news of the day. Head coach Ar- Arthur Smith of the Atlanta Falcons has named Taylor Heineke the starting quarterback for Sunday's game versus the Vikings. Should have been done at the beginning of the year, not now. But they are still in first place, and I think it's a smart move. I think it's a smart move going forward. They're not going to win with Desmond Ritter. They're not going to win with him. I know you're a big Desmond Ritter guy, but let's be honest. Heineke is better than he is. Um, The Bears fired another coach today, uh, David Walker. uh, (laughs) Comment on that. What? I'll comment on it. I'm a lot higher on the Falcons now with Heineke. I still don't know if they're they're going to win the division. I, but I agree. They're going to look a lot better with Heineke than they are with Desmond Ritter for sure. Yeah, I mean, I was let's, waiting for let's that. Be with honest, a long Desmond time. Ritter's uh, uh, serviceable backup at best. He's Joshua Dobbs. I'm I'm not I'm not willing to write him off yet. I think. Yeah, you can write it off. I think he still hasn't. It's, it's already here. on the wall. Uh, Angie came into the chat and asked if you would rather start Heineken or Purdy. I would start Heineke. Shit, so would I. Um, <coughs> Bears. Not, not Heineken, Heineke. There's no end on the end of that. Did you know there's an H in Herbert? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> the Chicago Bears have fired their running back coach, David Walker, today, citing workplace behavior as the reason for him getting fired. What was he doing? Uh, we don't know. They just said workplace behavior. This is their second firing. This is their second firing in as many months for an HR violation. Yeah. So what the hell is going on in Hallis Hall? You fisting people in the locker room? What's he? What's he doing? <laughs> hey, they're they're at punching each support. other's ass. You know that was going to come some ass pounding. <laughs> anyway, uh, Kurt Cousins had a successful surgery on his Achilles today. Hey, he's a good dude. You say well, he's a weirdo. I get it. He's a little too. I don't think he's watching. Uh, we gave him a shout out at the end of the pod. Christ Almighty for me, even great player, great and teammate. He, he's 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 a he's yeah. a good dude. I'm rooting for him. He's a good dude. Um, outside of that, we're gonna talk yeah, about Josh Mark McDaniels. Davis. Yeah. Josh McDaniels. We are going to talk about the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, we have. To, um, because so, that that was an utter disgusting I, performance that they had Monday night. I have a lot of thoughts on this. First. We're we're gonna go forward and then go backwards. So, the big piece of news of the day, obviously, last night while we were all asleep, um, I don't know if what happened with Mark Davis. I don't know if he. I, I don't think he sleeps. He well, he might have pounded the hooch a little bit at the uh, the Halloween party because no, he was probably hanging upside down, thought he was a bat, and uh, <laughs> uh, flapping his hair in the wind, and he he's. Probably fucking sobered up and see what happened Monday night and said, you know what? I got to fucking stop the bleeding somehow. So last night around one o'clock in the morning, Eastern time, the Raiders came out and said that they were relieving head coach Josh McDaniels and general manager Dave Ziegler uh, of their duties. And then followed up this morning with the (laughs) with the offensive coordinator, offensive coordinator. No, No, it it was Mike Lombardi, who used to be here. The offensive coordinator. Um. Mike Lombardi, he's gone. That happened this morning. Then they came out and said, hey, you know Jimmy Garoppolo? Yeah. We're going to put him on the bench, and we're going to start Aiden O'Connell going forward. Smartest thing they could do right now. So, but this is – I have questions here. Okay. I have a lot of questions. Um, If you were going to do this, right, you're going to fire everybody, right, the GM, the head coach, the offensive line. I think there was other coaches that got fired too. The quarterback's coach was gone. The white, like, they got rid of fucking everybody. 
If you're going to do that, why wouldn't you take Devontae Adams, who threw, well, a, who threw tantrums on the sideline Monday night, and let him go off to pasture somewhere else? Uh, Max, like you're you're going to well, you're starting a full fledged tear it all down rebuild. Okay, right well, better now, better now with the pieces that they have in place, because this. Obviously, they're in uh, Caleb Williams' fucking sweepstakes. Yeah. He got three wins. And they doomed themselves for Caleb yes, Williams. They're well, I don't know about that because you, you don't know because guess what? These other these other guys. Carolina's not winning two more games. They might. You need, you need, Chicago, you need, I don't think, is winning two more you games. Need Carolina you need Carolina and you need Arizona to not – you need Arizona to not take a quarterback because they have the first pick right now. Then you need Carolina and Chicago to rattle off some wins. It's it's not out of the realm of possibility. They didn't do themselves any favors. Say what you're going to say because I know what it is, and I'm going to piggyback off of it afterwards. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. So to answer your question, he let those guys run the deadline, which is the stupidest thing you could do as ownership. That's what I'm saying. That's ownership. That's not That's, that's not. That's anyone not anybody's fault but the owner that's the owner i know that's what i'm saying now if he decided he wanted to be in a full-blown rebuild the fords let quinn and patricia run the draft here and we ended up with jeff okuda who we know was going to be bad (laughs) who we know shouldn't have been taken at three and they had a shot i mean at a minimum justin herbert was a situational quarterback i we knew tua was going to be good they had a shot at one of those two guys should have taken one of those two guys to replace stafford and instead you were given jeff okuda because you let a lame duck regime that was treading for water thinking oh what what, what do we need what do we need oh we need a corner we need a corner that'll that'll get us in the playoffs we need a corner they drafted a corner and they were still bad so that's what happened here is you had a lame duck regime that was able to make the decisions yesterday, and they didn't make the decisions based on the on the health of the franchise. They no, made the they made it on. We might still get in. We need these guys security. to get in, and that's what happens. That's Correct. on Mark Davis. That's like the Devontae Adams move with job well, security move. Yeah. That's I think Monday night. If you're Mark Davis, Monday night they're not getting back on the plane. They thought they were you're in the Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes. Okay, and then it came out that they weren't. Well, but let's stop and think about this, right? Devontae Adams fetches it at least a first. Still. These guys, Devontae Adams and Max Crosby in particular, they, Both, you get they fetch what they fetch. It's it, Again, there's a whole bigger topic on the trade deadline that we have to get into, but they're under contract. That's right. why they get the right. picks that they get. Correct. So unless the Raiders are retaining salary, they're probably fetching some – they're, they're going to get you some good picks for sure. And there's teams that would have I know I mean it came out that there were team multiple teams that went after Devontae Adams. A and lot no, of teams. And they would they would Derek Carr the same the There were Saints. seven teams that asked him about Devontae Adams. Yeah. Seven. And nobody it's it's insane for me to believe nobody was willing to just say hey take the first round pick. Well, it's it's you know what? It says to me that the ownership wasn't being informed on what was going on. Well, yeah, that's on him. I think he's one of that's the on shittiest Mark Davis. He's one of the shittiest owners in the league in my opinion. Credit to him for getting the investors to put together a stadium in Las Vegas, yeah. but he's not a good owner. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's not his dad. Well, There's no the just first, win, baby. The first fuck up was moving your team out of fucking Oakland. No, no, no. I don't, I don't even want to go there. Their, their fan base what? is a national fan base. I agree base. with you. Absolutely. Yeah. Their fan base is a national fan base. They won as many Super Bowls in Los Angeles as they did as they did in Oakland. So it's not. It's got nothing to do with that with that. Their fan base is all that, on that the West Oakland Coast. That Oakland fan base was diehard. They were diehard, but they diehard. But there's Raiders fans. There's Raiders fans that were coming up from L.A. There was already Raiders yeah, fans but, in the West you Coast. Listen to me. L.A. L.A. is no place for a football team. 
regardless, the, they that, they have no issue selling out. They're one of the most. They're a top five aftermarket ticket in the league right now. Meaning their games are all sold out. Their season That's tickets are sold out. That's because they're in Vegas, man. That's the point. Then why is it a yeah. mistake to move them to Vegas? I, I just fans. I I don't think they should have moved to Vegas. I would have stayed in Oakland. But Oakland, his, his dad, his dad would have never made that move. His dad would have never made his that. His dad move. moved him to L.A. His and dad would have never made the. His dad the Vegas literally move. moved them. Regardless, bigger, bigger picture conversation. He's a shitty owner. He's not a good owner. He let that happen. He, you should know. You need to have. I'm not looking for. I'm looking for Bob Kraft. Okay. Yeah. Do I think he's the best owner? No. It's got nothing to do with the rings. But Bob Kraft does two things brilliantly. Number one, he lets the people who are in charge of the team run the team properly. Number two, when he needs to put his finger on the pulse and he needs to pull some strings, he'll pull the strings. You don't want an owner that's two hands on. You don't want an owner that's two hands off. And that's what Mark Davis is. He's like, two hands off. He's like the there. Fords? The Fords were two hands off until recently. Now I think they're the perfect combination. I think Sheila Hamm is I, the perfect I, combination. The old man tried. He thought he had You're to talking about Mark Davis? Or, or, or He tried. He tried. I mean, he hired one of the, you know, everybody, if they want to talk about Matt Millen and what a horrible genius. You're talking about the Fords. I thought you were talking about Al Davis still. No, I'm talking about William Clay Ford. <clears throat> when he was here and he hired Matt Millen, everybody was, when he first hired him, everybody was fired up. You want to know why Matt Millen won Super Bowls as a player? He, 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 you would think he knew something about running an organization, a successful one, because not only was he with the Raiders, he was with the Redskins at one Super Bowls. He won at so Penn State, So it's not like too. he didn't he won a national know how to win State. football games. The problem with Matt Mellon was Matt Mellon was in over his head. He didn't hire the right people, and, and it all came down on him. Listen, I think it was so stupid to not trade those guys. Oh. I would have sold everybody. I think Josh, so. Everybody, you if they were going to blow it up the way they did, they they should they should have at least tried to get something for Adams. And they will. And they will. They, they will. will next year. Actually, you know what? Probably better now that they're sitting on it now. And someone I saw on Twitter brought up a really great point that the, whoever the GM is is going to inherit all these problems, including. We, I knew, I don't know about you guys, but I knew Jimmy Garoppolo was not the guy from the start. You have to deal with that contract now, that massive. Well, wait a minute, that contract. that contract I believe was a two-year, seventy-five million. It's a lot of money. That's a lot of seventy-five cap. million. Yeah, yeah, but but you know what? At, at this point, right now, that's the least of their worries. That's the least of their fucking worries. They're going right to make now. moves this offseason. Exactly. It's I I think there's a scenario where Jimmy Garoppolo gets bought out. I think that's where if if they're going to ask Max Crosby, do you want to stay? Do you want to be a part of this? And then you can go see if you can get some good draft capital. Crosby for him. already said he wants to stay in Vegas. I think if Crosby, if I think if the right team called yesterday, and they got the they, right they compensation, said that, they said they were taking calls on everybody. Yeah, but if what they, I heard three, four calls on Max Crosby too. Yeah, I'm and telling, we're gonna. I'm telling you, if the Lions called for Max Crosby yesterday, he probably would have said yes. That's yeah. just my two cents. Yeah. I I don't know. Um, I, I don't know what the Lions organization is doing at this point. So as far as Garoppolo's contract goes, uh, he's only accounts for seven million against the cap this year. Next year, 
38 and a half million against the cap. So guess what? He might be gone before that. You have to make a decision before the new league year, if I remember correctly, right. which, Correct. is, which is March. So his if they trade him before the league year, he only leaves 4.4 million in cap space, dead cap. The, the problem is now you got two head coaches because you still got Josh McDaniels under contract for four years. Um, Uncle Sam's reading the comment that just came in. <laughs> Matt Millen is a joke. Face it. It takes someone educated with a brain like Howie who went to Florida and is a lawyer. He's talking about Howie Roseman. It's a tough job that requires someone smart. Right? Are you talking about Howie Roseman from the Sam Eagles? I would assume that. Uh, somebody named Sam coming in in the comments. Shout out to Sam. Okay. Matt Millen was a joke. Matt Millen had a pretty good reputation before he became GM. Here. Yeah, but he was a joke. Everybody as a GM. loved the guy. But he was a joke as a GM. Correct. He also didn't run. I didn't. The team I didn't from say here. he was a good GM. Did you know he didn't? Never run the said team? that. Did you know he didn't run the team from here? Huh? Did you know he didn't run the team from here? He wasn't in Allen Park. No, I did not know that. Yeah, he would. He would commute on game days from Philadelphia, but he wasn't here. He'd come for training camp, and then he'd leave. And he'd commute in. Well, anyway, I, I mean. Okay. I, I'm not going to say too much about it. It is what it is. I just use him as, as an example of somebody you think would know well, the processes that, that teams go through and what it takes to build a winner. And not everybody's cut out for it. Listen, it's it, like Josh McDaniels is a head coach. He's fucking exactly awful. What I was going to say somebody like Josh McDaniels, you would expect him to be able to come in doing what he did in New England for as many years as he did as offensive coordinator, <coughs> doing what he did and being as winning as he did. You'd expect him to be able to take the jump to the next level and do it. But obviously, like, the NFL is extremely situational. Right? Yeah. Do I think that Josh McDaniels is a good head coach? No. But did he win? There was one point at Denver where he was. He looked like he was going to be. He won a fucking playoff game with Tim with Tebow. Tim as Tebow. Quarterback. So it, again, it's very situational. It's like the Nick Saban thing, right? Nick Saban could go win a ring every other year in college. He comes to the NFL and doesn't know, look like he knows what he's doing. So it's very situational. I, I just this Josh. Mc, I hope this is the end of Josh McDaniels as a head coach. I really hope it is. Also, the Patriot way does not work. Agreed with that. One thousand percent. And without Tom Brady, the Patriot way doesn't work. But I still think Period. you need. I still think you need Bill. But I think it's Brady and Belichick. Yes. I don't think it's just. I think the two of them. Can we? Can we finally admit that the Patriot way was seventy-five percent Tom Brady? Six. I'll give you sixty percent. I will go sixty percent. Sixty-five. I'll give you. I'll give you sixty-two percent Tom Brady. Sixty-two and a half. Done. Okay. Thank you. Anyways. We need to recap this Monday night game so that way we can recap the rest of the weekend and then we can talk about the Thursday night game and then we can go home and go to bed. So, uh, obviously the Raiders came here. The Detroit Lions ended uh, Josh McDaniel's career, ended the Raiders' season, essentially. Uh, Detroit did cover in this game and won 26-14. to 14. So Wasn't we, as close as the score. We were straight on, though. We took Lions to cover and the under, and we hit both. So I was very happy about that. Um, there wasn't much of highlights in this game other than the fact that Jameer Gibbs had more yards from scrimmage than the entire Raiders team. <laughs> and he got eight touches on the opening drive, and he looked like the running back of the future that we all wanted him to be, in my opinion. I thought he Going had a great up game. against the worst defense in the NFL. It matters. 
listen to me. You were, you here two weeks ago were sitting here talking about how touted this Raiders defense was. Well, I mean, they're missing a lot of guys. they got injury problems, too. Who, Divine Diablo? Yeah. Okay. Anyways, yeah. I, I thought Jameer Think Gibbs, what you want. He's a pretty good li- inside linebacker. He looked really good, and I will say this. So, do you, you know the play? There was one drive that the Raiders had. It was in the second quarter where they br- took the ball down the field, looked like it was going to be a touchdown, and they penalty themselves into a field goal. Mm-hmm. I watched Aaron Glenn. Okay, I had I was right behind. No, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. They that they, they scored a touchdown. They scored a touchdown. Then, then it was the drive they scored the touchdown. Yeah, on. <clears throat> the drive they scored the touchdown on. I was right behind the defense. Okay, I heard Aaron Glenn. When I tell you, he motherfucked every single person on that defense. Right, get your fucking fat, lazy fucking ass. I mean. And it was no holds barred. And that was their only bad drive of the game. Correct. Too. It was their worst drive of the game. He went ballistic. And then almost immediately after that, boom. They looked like they were shot out of a cannon and played great defense for the rest of the game. I'll tell you this much. I gained a lot of respect for him. Gained a ton of respect for him. I know he was a good defensive coordinator, but the way he got these guys going, and you know who else? Kirby Joseph. He did oh. not sit down the entire oh. game. He was in everyone's face as soon as they came off the field. Hype man, high fives all around. Did not sit down the entire game. It was awesome to watch up close. But that interception was right in front of me. Yeah, it had to have been right in front of you. Back to Aaron Glenn real quick. Go ahead. One of the themes of these Lions games this year, people are coming. People are watching the Lions and coming to the Lions to see Ben Johnson. You're staying for Aaron Glenn. I think that both of those guys are going to be head coaches. And Aaron Glenn is revered around the league. Obviously, there's been some tough shakes the last two years. He had a bad start last year. He's had a couple bad games this year. But like I said earlier in the week, he always follows up his bad performances with really good ones. And that was a really, really good and dominant performance by the Lions defense the other day. I will say, first half of that game, I thought that Ben Johnson's play calling was predictable. Uh, Especially in in the red zone, yeah, atrocious in the red. Yes, zone. they were. They looked atrocious in the red zone. Uh, it, you just knew what was coming, and they weren't able to get to move the ball at all in the red zone the whole first half of the game. And the one other thing, my big takeaway from this game was, for some reason, and I couldn't figure it out, it did not feel like the Jets game. It did not feel like the last Monday night game. It was like the way that the offense was moving the ball in the first quarter, it just didn't feel the place wasn't ready to explode, and I did not like that. I didn't like that. That was the only thing I have negative to say. I thought the play calling was predictable, and for some reason Ford Field didn't have like that that ready-to-blow atmosphere to me it was still consistently loud though it was were you there were you still there for seven nation army in the fourth quarter i was walking when, out when they got the stop on fourth down i was walking out and they that's that's a new thing that they do that the, the crowd goes batshit and i thought when they shut the lights off in the fourth quarter and and the bracelets were going off and they played we will rock you and the crowd was going at it i thought that was a, a one of the most all-time ford field moments and uh, we it, it was the coronation moment that I've been talking about, but I, I I can understand why you would say that. I can understand why you think. I thought it was loud and I thought it was totally an advantage, but I can understand why you think it wasn't. There was more. There was more to give, and I think there, that this crowd is going to give more at some point this year. I think so too. My negative. What's going on with Charles Harris? Underutilization. I don't. I don't know. No, there's something going on. 
There's there's a couple guys. They announced him Isaiah as a starter. Bugs. He had a he had the C on his jersey, and Isaiah they announced Bugs. him and everything. Jeez, sorry. Bugs I think, is hurt. I Bugs think in different play. games, in different games, they gape they game plan so funny that they put emphasis on so many different dudes, especially on the defense. Like the the most prominent place that I notice it is the defensive line. But there's games where you'll see Bugs ball out, and then there's games where you'll see Bugs do nothing. There's games where you'll see Charles Harris or one of the Oquaras have a good game. Then they'll do nothing. There's games you'll hear Kaminsky's name every other play, and then they'll do nothing. It's the, it's just the way they package their D-line. I know what you're saying because Charles Harris was there. He was there, and he was playing. He, he came out as a starter and didn't hear his name at all. Yeah, no, Kaminsky got a lot more playing time than, than Harris. I, all, all I'm saying as is, is if, if you're so comfortable with the roster that you have in place right now at 6-2, and two, you lead the division by two games, but you still have to play that team twice, regardless that they don't have their quarterback or not. To me, you would want to improve your roster as much as possible. So to give up a third-round pick for somebody like Chase Young, I I, I don't see that as a, as a uh, crazy overspending deal. I, I, I agree with you. And they had an extra third from the Hawkinson trade. Correct. Too. I'll say this much. They're big. I don't know why. I don't get it because they had him. Because, because this is what's kind of going on, I think, with this regime here. And it's kind of, it's it's okay to a sense. But then it bothers me. Talent is talent. Whether they're a rah-rah guy that's going to buy into your shit or not, if you don't have talented players on the field, it will fucking come to a head late this year. So that's not their mo is to acquire. It's not. It's not. I get that. That what I th- I think they're a victim of their own success. I I want yes. I want to bring it back. I want to bring it back to the game. But just this is a good conversation. Okay. They're victims of their own success right now, to the point where I don't even think I I think they thought they would be competing for and winning the division this year. I think they thought that. I don't think they realized they were going to be this good this quick to the point where they could be the one seed in the NFC. I don't think they thought that. And they have, they talk, they, so someone wrote an article, uh, Colton Pounce in the, in the Athletic, who's one of the best line, he's the best Lions beat writer, had a great article today on how everything Holmes and Campbell say when they talk is very deliberate. They will tell you what they're going to do. It's up to you how you want to interpret it. But then when you circle back afterwards, they said exactly what they were going to do. And they had this comment last week, the player has to be the right player the right fit, and the right price for the trade deadline. And they put an emphasis on, this guy better fit our culture. I don't think they thought Chase Young was going to fit their culture, and that's why they didn't go after him. Maybe the price was good. In fact, the price was great if it was just a third-round pick. And it's got to be the right player. So is this a guy that's going to play every down for us? There's a whole bunch of boxes. If that's the case, you're never going to bring anyone here because those are a lot of boxes to check off. But I think they like doing it. I, I, there's no GM in the league I trust, especially after this Jameer Gibbs blow up. There's no GM in the league I trust with draft capital. Well, I, I mean, the more Jameer, than Brad I, Holmes. No, no. Just, I'm, I'm talking. I'm talking about the draft capital. I'm talking no, about. No, I, I, I get what you're saying. They like their dra- keeping their draft picks and drafting players and grooming them themselves better right. than going to acquire a guy. But I'm with you. I wanted Chase Young. That makes sense. Listen, I, I just, th- I just think that you know what, you, you always hear these so-called guys that have character, character issues. issues. A lot of times, that's bullshit. A lot of times, that's bullshit. 
I agree. I I, I don't. I, I mean, Jalen Carter, DeAndre Cop Hopkins had character issues. People fucking. That's why he was gone out of the Texans because he they didn't want to pay him number one, and then he had character issues. So he goes to fucking to the Cardinals. Same thing. <clears throat> now he's with the Titans, and the guy looks like somebody fucking shot him back ten years ago, and and he looks like an elite receiver again. Can we do five things? <clears throat> uh, real quick, yes, but real quick. Supposedly the Jets offered two first rounders for Devontae Adams, and, and Oakland said no. The Vegas said no. Well, obviously they don't want to get rid of him then. Well, that was the the guys that got fired six hours later. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Go ahead. Five things. Two first-round picks? Five things. We have a good five, five things for the five. first time in two weeks. How would they have looked with Garrett Wilson and Devontae Adams? They don't even use Garrett Wilson properly at the moment, though. At the moment. They don't need him. They at got the, Brees Hall. At the moment. Brees Hall is an absolute savage at the moment. Told you about Brees Hall. Five That's things. Best back in the league. Lions victory, Monday Night Football over the Las Vegas Raiders. Five things. Thing number one, it's a guy that we don't talk about nearly enough on here who made a statement on Monday. Thing number one of Zolo's five things, Aleem McNeil. I agree with that. Absolute savage. The, the guy, we, we know from experience with this one too. This guy shows up, he's quiet. He does his business. He sets he sets a great example. He lost a ton of weight. We kept hearing all offseason, Lee McNeil, it's a guy that's going to break out, Lee McNeil. He's quietly, it was a slow start, but he's quietly gotten better every week, and he is an absolute dog. And you see everyone, Anzalone, when he gets his sacks, he's going crazy. Hutchinson's doing the doing thriller and doing the stanky. Like, Lee McNeil will bend your quarterback over, destroy him, get up, Shrug it off and then go do it again two plays later. Aleem McNeil is the reason that they didn't draft Jalen Carter. Am I saying he's better? No. But as time goes on and you get more help on the defensive line, you get another pass rusher, you pair someone with McNeil, oh, my God. Is it going to unlock that guy? He is a been real down. nice to pair him this year. Would have been that nice. would have been real fucking nice. It would have been nice. No? But, but again, I'm telling you, you're, you, we keep going back to the trade deadline. They're they're waiting. This is this is a long play for the Lions. That's why they didn't trade for anybody. It's a long play. They got their own deals. They're going to get done, and they weren't going to waste draft capital on a guy that they was just going to walk away. I, I'm Aleem a defense McNeil. wins championships guy. It's a, always been one. Aleem McNeil was was observation number one. Thing number two on five things: the linebackers. It bounced back really, really nicely, in my opinion. Alex Anzalone with two sacks. He was everywhere. Derek Barnes was the highest-graded player in the defense. Jack Campbell, he he came out as a starter. He looked great. I know it was the Raiders, and I know they weren't throwing the ball well. But when you hold a team to under 150 scrimmage yards and you hold them to two first downs going into the last drive of the first or of the first half, that's a pretty good performance. And the linebackers led the way in that regard. And eventually it led it, it led to the to the defensive line taking over in the second half, especially in the fourth quarters. But I love what I saw from the linebackers. Thing number three is a negative. We need our, we had already talked about it. But the red zone offense has not looked good since David Montgomery left. I don't think that's necessarily an, a, a bigger picture product because of Montgomery. I think missing the guards hasn't helped them. They were down three guards last week because um, what's his face didn't play. They were out Ragnow. They were out 
Vitae, they were out. Jonah Jackson. Yeah. Graham Glasgow's great, and I don't think I don't think there's a scenario where Graham Glasgow doesn't start wherever he is for the rest of the year. Pardon me. Dan Skipper, didn't they put him on? Skipper's had issues. He played, but he's he's it. No, they put someone else on IR. They put Matt Nelson on IR. I think. Regardless, I, it's. It, I, I thought Skipper came in and did a pretty good job. Skipper, at Skipper did do a good. He's job. fine in the run game. He's uh, huge. The pass game, he's a liability. He but he's a in the run game. He's he's, he's six he's, nine. He's, yeah, he's fucking enormous. So I I think that they're struggling in the red zone right now. I think that's where you really miss David Montgomery. But but more importantly, you miss your guards. And it would be really nice to get one of Jonah Jackson, Vitae, and certainly Ragnow back. You, you, you need two of those three guys back. And that's another Vitae did come off the injury report today, for the record. That's great. That's good news. Um, I, th- I think that that's one of the reasons they didn't make a trade. They feel like offensively they have everything they need. They just need to get healthy. Thing number four was another negative. We've talked about it before. It's been on five things before. The third quarter woes are still there. And Goff threw the pick six. They the the defense did their part in the third quarter. It was the Raiders, though. I don't want to buy too much. He even that. said he was trying to throw it out of bounds, didn't get enough on it. Yeah, it, I, it I agree. It, it wasn't entirely bad pass, but I yeah. want to see you could win these games and put these games away in the third quarter, and I want to see that. I still haven't seen yeah. it. I, I want to see them. I I still have some. Listen, the one and only drive that Vegas put together on them was the one where they actually turned around and handed the ball to Josh Jacobs in the middle of the field, and they were fucking exposed. <laughs> Believe me, when a team does that to you, and you guys said Aaron Glenn lost his mind on the sidelines after that. He should have. You know why? Because they got fucking exposed where they're weak. They're weak in the middle. They're still weak in the middle. They're the number they're still one weak run at defense linebacker. in the league, though. I'm sorry? They're literally the number one rushing defense Dude, in the league. They're still weak at linebacker. You've seen, you seen it yourselves. I that mean, drive that they put together. The, the linebackers have been lighting they, it up. And, but they kept getting away from it. This is what I'm trying to tell you. But if they got away, one they, drive, they do it, it works. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, well, maybe they figured something out. And then they go back to throwing the ball. Jimmy Garoppolo was fucking god awful. Listen, they had they had two drives where they tried to do the pound pound the ball with with Josh Jacobs. They had two drives in the second half, and it didn't work. And that's why he had to throw. Well, the ball. by by that time, they're down so big that they had to get away from that. It was a two point game. It was no, it was they, sixteen. They were 14. actually down at that point. No, no, it was sixteen fourteen. Yeah, until they, they got that. the interception for the touchdown that brought them within three. But they were ne- they never led in the game. They never come close to leading in the game. What I'm saying is, other than one drive where they got exposed, and they did, they got exposed. They yeah. got exposed. But does that mean they got exposed <laughs> for the entire game? They gave up one. Ru- they gave they up got, one. They got exposed. They gave up one touchdown on defense, I, and they I'm have the number one you, rushing defense. A in the good league. team will take advantage of that. You seen it. You seen it in Baltimore. But what they got exposed on, they fixed. They corrected. That's what I'm okay. looking for. I'm looking for the corrections. I know what you're saying, but I'm oh, looking for the yeah, corrections. I, I know what you're saying. Angie, you are right. Thing thing number five is Jameer Gibbs. That's what we've been looking for. And it wasn't just Jameer Gibbs. It wasn't just how he ran. And he ran excellent. Because again, it's Raiders D. I'm not going to go too crazy. It was how he was utilized which is Ben Johnson as well. They got him going in the pass game. They threw some really nice out passes to him. They got him going on the outside. He was running between the tackles perfectly. He did everything well. And if that's the Jameer Gibbs you're getting, and then you couple that with David Montgomery, they're going to be that's, – that's their identity. That's what they want. They want to be deep in the trenches, and they want to be able to pound the ball down your throats. They want to be able to control the tempo of the game on offense – and I mean that was it. That's why the game wasn't as close as it looked. 
because they were just running the yeah, ball the entire I, time. The Raiders were just awful. They were awful. Um, real quick, I wanted to throw something in here about Jameer Gibbs. Um, so so far, Jameer Gibbs on the year has t- almost twenty less rushes than David Montgomery, and he's I, already got. I, I don't even want to listen to this. Okay, he's gotten ridiculous. fifteen more yards. Uh, he's averaging. That's ridiculous. He's averaging one point two yeah. yards per carry more than Montgomery. Okay, Montgomery is a better inside runner than fucking Jameer Gibbs. That's everybody, fine. Everybody yeah, needs right. to stop right there. He could be a better David Montgomery runner. is the guy that makes the engine go. No, there's no argument. There's okay. no argument. That's why he was yeah. brought in. Montgomery uh, was brought in for that reason. So total yards per carry for the whole NFL on the year. It's Brees Hall, Raheem Mostert. It's a fucking monster, Brees Hall. And Jameer Gibbs. Yeah. And you got to look at it this way. Brees Hall, you want to know how good Brees Hall really is? He's doing it with guys, with nine, ten guys in the box. That's how fucking good but, he but is. Hold on. I know I know you're a big Montgomery guy, but we've got to look at what Gibbs has done over the past three games. Because realistically, he's done this in three games. He's looking which like three a, games? he's looking like a pick twelve right now. He's well, looking which, yes. which three games? And, looking like and he was in limited snaps the first three well, weeks which, of the season. Which three games are we talking about? Uh Tampa, Baltimore, and yeah. Baltimore not, not Tampa, was garbage time yards, dude. Garbage time you fucking can't, yards. You can't discredit what Jameer's done over the entire... I don't know why I, I'm doing I'm just saying, that. Baltimore was garbage <laughs> time yards, man. That's all I'm saying. Listen, when he does that up against a good defense, what he, he did just did Monday, he I want to see... against Baltimore. It wasn't garbage time but yards. But he didn't. It was, I was garbage I was, time I yards. I was at the uh, game. When it they was had garbage a, time yards. It wasn't. It wasn't. I was at, he, he scored in the third quarter. I was at the fucking oh, game. I it just wasn't said, garbage time. Garbage time. Yes, second half. garbage time. They, they were getting blown out. They had a shutout. Every NFL defender, if they have a shutout, they're going to go the whole fucking yeah, well, game guess what? trying to hold the shutout. Nine out of ten times, that doesn't happen. They had they literally threw Lamar Jackson on the field until the four minutes left in the game. They did not pull Lamar Jackson. Baltimore was balls deep in that entire game. They weren't yeah. off the gas at all. They were yeah. full-blown on the gas. Okay. So, so it's not garbage time in the third it's quarter. It's garbage time yards. When you're it's down by that many fucking quarter. scores, it's not it's in the garbage time fucking it's not. In the third fantasy quarter, it's football not. When yards. When their entire starting defense is still Bullshit. out there and trying to hold up a shutout, garbage. it's not garbage time. Garbage. Garbage. Gibbs is nice. Gibbs is a good We're not a saying Gibbs is nice. In this league. We're not saying Gibbs is nice. They drafted him. this guy to be what he was on Monday night, to catch passes, exactly. to catch exactly. passes for 60 yards and to go off for 100 here or there. Right. And if you couple that with Montgomery, that's right. pretty fucking formidable. That's going to be hard to stop right. for some teams. They're going to need their guards. They're going to need their tackles to be healthy. They're, they're going to need all these guys. They better hope to God that these guys fucking heal. So that way they got that game coming up with the Chargers. That is no cakewalk, by the way. It's uh, not. That's not going to be a cakewalk it's game. Not. I, that's I'm a tough you. fucking I agree, game. I agree right with there. you. I agree with you 100. percent They still got to go to fucking Dallas. I'll I'll be honest. Right, the way that I've this team, this team, you have to have Jameer the threat of Jameer Gibbs explosiveness in there. Because the play action. In order for them. In order for them to but win. I, I, those I big don't want games. us to get. To get over into it because he had a good game Monday night against the fucking team can I, that's can I ask disarray. You can I ask you something? Do you think Jamal Williams is a good court, a good running back? Uh, Jamal Williams is a two-and-a-half-yard-per-carry guy. Okay, but, I mean, let's be realistic here. They're utilizing David Montgomery the same way they utilized Jamal Williams last right. year. Right? You need to have – if Gibbs can do what he did Monday night, 
four right. or five times a year, you those games are never in doubt. What exactly. what'll happen is there's there's scenarios that, we, that we've been waiting for where Gibbs and Montgomery are on the field at the same time. They're in the same backfield. You use misdirection and you motion Gibbs. Someone's got to go cover him. Oh yeah, that instantly takes a linebacker or safety away from the play, and that just right. opens up another hole. If Montgomery gets into the second level, which he's really good at doing, that just opens up another hole in the defensive secondary, and that that unlocks everything. And then most importantly for the run game, which is what they want to do, they want to run the ball effectively. Most importantly, what it does, Dan, you just nailed it. It's the play action. Jared Goff is the most deadly fucking quarterback in the league when they are running play action properly. All of his big yeah, plays I, I agree come with from that, play action. But by the way, that was intentional grounding in that play. Which one? The first play to you Jared just hate Goff. The Lions threw it over Barry fucking Jameer Gibbs' head, who was blocking. That was, fuck, was that was right intentional there. grounding. Because it didn't hit the line of scrimmage. He wasn't out of the pocket. That's fucking yeah, intentional you know that, grounding. You know, I kind of agree with him on that. What? You're slowly becoming a Lions hater. No, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, I'm Barry, being fucking honest. You're starting to, I'm being honest. No. That was fucking intentional grounding. No, you want to know I know something? what intentional grounding is. That was fucking intentional grounding. Can I ask you a question? Sure. If, it, if we end up with a Lions-Eagles NFC Championship game, who are you going to cheer for? You know who I'm going to cheer for, the Lions. I don't believe seem you. Seem like right. you're right now. I don't fucking what? believe you. What? You can't say what it with you, a straight you face because I don't I, believe hey, you. Listen, I'm not a fucking, I'm not a fucking New England Patriot. I give a fuck they're with anybody. I like yeah. the way people They're starting play. to talk about how much of a hater you are in the comments. I don't let give me, a fuck what let me ask you people say. Let how me, about fuck you? How about that? Let me, let me ask you a question. Coming out of the bye, I agree with you. Chargers game is tough. Coming out of the bye, they're at L.A. They are home. Against the Bears. Correct. And then they got to go to Dallas. No, they're home on Thanksgiving against the Packers. And then they go to Dallas. No, they don't go to or Dallas December until, until yeah, that's that's Dallas. the end of the year. Then after the Packers game, they go to New Orleans, December 3rd. That's their next That's four. another tough game. That New Orleans game and that I don't disagree. game could be two losses. I don't disagree. What do they have to do for you to buy in more and say, oh, <laughs> Jameer Gibbs was only doing against the Raiders, and oh, their defense was, it was I, the Raiders. You know what? You know what? The why, why, why am I being persecuted for speaking the truth? The truth is, <laughs> Jameer Gibbs had a nice game against a team that's in total fucking disarray that can't get out of their own way. Jameer Gibbs has had nice games in extremely Yeah, but he had a snaps. nice game when the fucking game was over I, in Baltimore. I, 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 I mean, game wasn't on. over, but number one, number two, he's had good games in limited snaps all year. He had a good game against Atlanta. He had a good game against Carolina. And he had a good game against, in very limited snaps, he was very serviceable against the Chiefs the first week. If if he goes into the Chargers game two weeks from now, and he has 100 scrimmage yards and a touchdown from against the Chargers D. Oh, see, he, that doesn't work either. No, go ahead. Against go ahead, Boza, finish what you're saying. Are against you Boza think that and Khalil Mack. Oh, I, I never thought that he was illegitimate. I, I know he's a legit. Listen, any guy who's picked behind B. John Robinson is legit. He's been significantly better than Bijan, by the way. Oh, God damn it. Really, dude? He has been. Bijan Robinson split carries with four dudes. Yeah, but B, this is the Doesn't thing. Doesn't matter. He's Here's been better than Bijan Robinson. When when you drafted B, the when we were promised, don't, don't even Don't even say this right now. I would take B. John Robinson over him I wouldn't. Day of the week. Not anymore. Because when we were promised B. John Robinson, whatever. Hold on. we were promised if the next— If you see B. John Robinson against, run against the Raiders, you're going to be like, God damn, We great. were promised— 
Barry Sanders you know with we Bijan Robinson. You know what we were promised with Bijan Robinson? You know what we were promised? What Jameer Gibbs was on Monday night. I, that's true. I would totally take Bijan Robinson over Jameer Gibbs, but right now, through eight. All right, weeks, let me ask, let me ask you another question. The past weekend it just come come through here. And I, I, I watched a guy kind of take over a game by himself defensively as a defensive end. That should have been the number two overall pick by Detroit, and they decided to go elsewhere. Are you going to fucking talk me about that one? I don't know who you're talking about. I didn't, that doesn't surprise me. Do you want, do you want, would you like to enlighten me? Sure. I will say it one more time. There was a guy over the weekend that played basically in a stadium and single-handedly was disrupting an entire fucking game. That should have been the number two overall pick for the Lions. Instead, it was Aiden Hutchinson. It's going to be hard to sell me on whatever this is. But yeah, Jalen Carter. Kayvon Thibodeau. It was muddy this weekend. One good game. That's one, Wow. I, I didn't get a chance to talk to you Gibbs guys about it. One good game. I'm sorry? One good game, dude? He's been doing it all year, dude. No, he hasn't. He hasn't. Been doing it he all year, bud. Not. He has not. He's solid. He's better than fucking Aiden Hutchinson. Oof. Better than Aiden Hutchinson, so, yes. numbers on that? Yes. I, I would love to I see him Sam's as a lion. Right now. But maybe he doesn't right fit the motif of the lions. I get see, it. See, again, <laughs> lion, you're just a hater. You're literally just a fucking hater right now. Because statistically, Thibodeau doesn't even compare to Aiden Hutchinson. Thibodeau's a better player. Explosive. He's the guy. I mean, that that's... You've... You have had see somebody just came in the comments and said your takes are making them leave. My what? Your that your opinions are making them leave. Aiden Hutchinson on career has more tackles, more assists. I don't tackles, care about that. More don't talk, I don't want to talk about his three fucks. I don't want to talk about his three interceptions. I don't want to talk about none of that shit. I watch people play. I know. I know what a good player is. Trust me. Kayvon Thibodeau's a very and good he's, player. And, and Aiden Hutchinson's not a bad player, but I just don't think he's on the same level as being able to take over a game like a guy like I saw Thibodeau do, yeah. like I see Miles Garrett do, like I see other great defensive ends do. Anyways, Aiden Hutchinson will see you at the Pro Bowl. Anyway, I mean, I, I just. Why, can I ask you a question? Can I ask you what? Why can't, why can't they both just be good players, right? Why does one have to be absolute I, I'm dog not, shit? I, why? Because I, because no, I you put my opinion. You hated, you hated on Aiden Hutchinson. I'm not hating on him, dude. One. I'm just day saying one. I, I feel the Detroit Lions. I feel Brad Holmes took the wrong guy. That's all I'm fucking saying. Yes, but Listen, see, you say that, and then you're going to back it up. Took the hometown kid. To sell the fucking tickets. I get See, it, dude. But that's hater it's a shit. thing. I get it. That, I no, think but that's Giants, hater shit. I think if Giants GM Joe Schoen was offered a trade right now, Kayvon Thibodeau for Aiden Hutchinson straight up, he would jump. He would he would run to call that trade in and take that deal because it's it's a good deal if you have Aiden. You been smoking what Bruce smokes or what? No, I mean I don't. I've I I you watch one oh. game against against Zach Wilson and I've oh, watched God, every Aiden Hutchinson game. game. You don't like Zach you are. Wilson. He did it. He did it several times last year. He didn't. He's done I just pulled out his numbers. He had one. He had three he and a half sacks against Zach Wilson. A great player. He's, he is a great he player. I think Kayvon Thibodeau is an excellent great player. player, but Aiden Hutchinson is an All Pro caliber oh, player. Stop, dude. He's not that good, dude. I watch him. But dude. see, this is the thing. He's, he's a steady him, guy 
who tries to set the edge, but half the time he's way out of fucking position and over pursued. He has, he has, That's all I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not saying that he's not, he puts toward a lot of effort. Now give that to him. He, he puts toward more effort than I see a lot of guys do. Can we move over to the Sunday slate? Because Angie wants more steamy takes, and I think we can get some steamy takes out of what happened Sunday. Just okay. real briefly. Just, we'll do a right, brief. That was already an hour? Holy yeah. Shit. Uh, the Los <laughs> Angeles Rams went to Jerry World and got their asshole punched by the Cowboys. 43-20. to 20. Um, Dak Prescott in this game. 25-31 for 304 yards, four touchdowns, and one pick. That's a QBR of 133. So it was a real nice day for Dak. Um, did exactly great guy, great great quarterback. If you got a chance to pick him up in your fantasy league, I tell everybody to do it. I suggest everybody go pick him up right now. Go pick up Dak Prescott in I your fantasy it. league. I guarantee you'll be bounced out in the first I, round. I think I think this game has more to do with the Rams than it did about the Cowboys. I think so too. Uh, I bet- think so too. Between the Stafford injury and just uh, the the Rams are they're they're turning into who we thought we they are now. Yeah, those are two bad losses in a row. Steelers' loss was bad. This loss was obviously worse. <laughs> Stafford out. I think that kind of takes them out of contention going forward. That's my take. A thousand percent. Stafford smashing his fucking hand meant everything in that game. Yeah, you can wait. Put- they were down. They were down thirty three to seven when it happened, though. Huh? They were down thirty three to seven when he smashed his hand. His hand smashed. Yeah, but they 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 were turning the ball over. They had some bad turnovers. Yeah, but his hand put them in a hole early. That though, that's my point. I don't think yeah. it meant as much as you think. I think the Rams are just bad. The, they they looked awful. They got they, a lot of young guys on that team. Very Royce, young. Royce Freeman uh, and, and Darrell Henderson is obviously not the answer to the running game. Uh, where's Puka? Where did Puka Nakua go? Again, it was just a big Rams issue all around. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but I thought that the Cowboys. Jesus. I thought. What? All I can hear is a drill. Go ahead. Sorry. I thought that Dak. I thought, and I'm not just saying this to get a rise out of him. I thought that that was one of the best games I've seen out of Dak in a, in a very long time. He was so, incredible. So, so agreed, but also a lot of it had to do with just the Rams not being able to cover Ceedee Lamb. That's true. That was a big part of it. But Dak was moving the ball around really pretty well. He was getting it all over the place. Brandon Cooks got on the board. Jake Ferguson got on the board as well, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. So he was dispersing the ball. That was that was by far his best game this year. Again, I want to see him do it. They got some big games coming up. They have the Eagles twice. I want to see him do it against some of those teams. Uh, next up, the Minnesota Vikings uh, headed up to Green Bay to play the Packers. Minnesota comes out on top. And obviously loses Kirk Cousins for the year. Uh, Minnesota now sitting second in the NFC North at four and four. Green Bay two and five. Um, Jordan Love just doesn't doesn't. That's that's same, same drill. It's, that says more about the Packers this one than it does about the than it does about the uh, the Vikings. I agree. And the Vikings were bad. The Vikings are a, the run game has been atrocious, mm-hmm. like truly atrocious. Um, but it hasn't been that much better for for Green Bay. I mean, you're just what, the underutilization of Aaron Jones. That the, their it offensive line. There's, I, I will say this: Green Bay's offensive line is utter dog shit, dude. <laughs> is it petrified? Is it dog petrified shit. dog shit? Petrified they're, dog shit. They're bad. They're bad. They're gonna get that fucking kid killed before he even gets a chance to play. I just saw a report from longtime and probably the best Packers beat writer, Ron Domofsky. He's at the Athletic now, I think, and he said that. 
everything is very much in the, up in the air with Jordan Love, and these next 10 games are going to be big for him. He has to prove it because right now they're not committed in, within the organization. I, 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 I don't blame him for – would you commit to that? No. No. No, I wouldn't. Neither would I. Too good of a quarterback. And you know what? You want to know what I think? That should fall onto the coach's responsibility. Because at this point right here, if they continue to go into the fucking tubes that they're going in right now, I think LaFleur should be the next I'm guy. I'm with fired. you. Now that Josh McDaniels is gone, that means yeah. LaFleur moved up a place. We're, yeah. we're, we're at Staley. For me, we're at Staley, Rivera, even you know, You can't LaFleur. put Staley in that right now because Staley's still winning ball games. Sure, he's backing up into it. He's trying everything he can to fucking lose him. It's still winning. Yeah. Uh, President Baker just came in the comments said that one receiver been. I think he's off. talking about Jordan Addison, who has been what, what outstanding is, what is that mean right now. He's talking about Jordan Addison. So Jordan Addison's been incredible. He's been by far the best rookie receiver. He's been fun to watch. I think he leads the all receivers in touchdowns too. If my, I you'd have to fact check me on that. It might still be Puka Nakua, but Jordan Love or uh, excuse me, Jordan Addison has been ad, as advertised. Yeah. Credit to him. Uh, yep. Next up. Well, you know what? That's what Kirk Cousins throwing in the football. Now that Kirk Cousins is gone, you're going to see the on. real Jordan Addison here. It's something to keep so an eye take on. So that, take that into consideration. You're over there squinting your eyes. You want me to explain it to you? Yeah. That's well, just the way. Okay, let me Addison explain it to you. Kirk Cousins, when he likes a guy, literally ass hammers him with targets. Him. He'll key in on him for sure. He will. That kid was getting fucking 15 targets a That's game. That's how Justin Jefferson was what he was. Exactly. And that's because it's a product. No, hey, Diggs was the same way. Diggs was the same way. Adam Thielen was the same way. When they were in Minnesota, Kirk Cousins was ass hammering them with targets. Literally ass hammering. Yes. Uh the comment I, on the real Alexander Madison. Should we address that real quick? Yeah, the real Alexander Madison is he's just not that good. At he football. just never was that good. Yeah. That's all. They 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 were made a big mistake moving on from what they moved on from, and their their fringe <laughs> rebuild. Right. Thank there you for is. the question. He 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 works well. If you need has, to sell him. He works. Elizabeth, well. sell him. There's it's it's hard to sell somebody when there's nobody out there to buy. Um, it's true. One. ETN. He works well. It might we might have an ETN deal going. But one, he works well if you if he has to come in in to fill a gap for a game or two. He works well. Outside of that, he hasn't worked as a starting guy. That's number one. Number two, Tyree Kill currently leads for receiving touchdowns. touchdowns. Addison's behind him, eight versus seven. So, but is, is Addison number two? Addison is number two. Got it. And then Mark Andrews three. <laughs> They've also Titus run some. Bonding. They've they've run some screens or not screens, but they've run some pitches to Addison out of the backfield. And I think he's got one or two of those as well. Oh, but I think man, they've done that with Tyreek. Receiving touch or rushing touchdown. I think Tyreek Hill has a couple receiving t- or rushing touchdowns as well, though, if my math is correct. So rushing, <sighs> we're splitting hairs. McCaffrey still hasn't uh, caught up to Mostert, which is very interesting. Um, next up, the Tennessee Titans hosted the Atlanta Falcons. I had this one, by the way. Yeah, I think you did. Same here. I did. Uh, who did I have? You two had the Falcons. Yeah, Atlanta. Oh, I didn't pick. You yeah, picked. The, yeah, you picked did. the Falcons. We both, both took Atlanta. The I took Atlanta. We both took Atlanta. Yeah. And I took the Titans out of spite, but then justified it with why they could win. I hear you. Uh, Will Levis came in. Absolutely torched the Atlanta Falcon defense. Nineteen for twenty-nine, two hundred thirty-eight yards, four touchdowns. Derrick Henry, twenty-two for a hundred and one. Um. Desmond Ritter left the game, and Taylor Heineke came in to play QB. 
and it was actually somewhat effective. 12 for 21, 175 yards and a touchdown. B. John Robinson, 11 for 62 and a touchdown. Um, and outside of that, oh, Scotty Miller got a touchdown reception. He had the fourth touchdown. Scotty Miller. Look at that. Would you believe so that? So I think this game says a little DeAndre bit more Hopkins about Atlanta. Was uncoverable. I thought, listen, that's I, I'm with you. This had less to do with Will Levis and more to do with the Falcons just playing very incompetent defense. And then I think if you, I think if you cut what Hopkins was doing in half, I think he only had four receptions and three four receptions, one hundred and twenty eight yards, three touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. So those a lot of that's just broken plays. But credit to Levis for making the throws. He made some really big throws. They were really nice. Listen, every throw I seen him make, they were good. Was. Pretty fucking he made the throws. on the money. He made the, the throws. Was this at the beginning? He, of this even season? that one to what's his name? Nine in Pinke fucking guacamole. guacamole. Westbrook, he caught one. That ball was right on the money. Yeah. I, again, I'm I'm still extreme. I, I feel better about the Falcons with Heineke, but the, it's as long as Desmond Ritter was in the picture, it wasn't going anywhere. And. That was bad. I know it was slightly concussed, but that was bad on Sunday. You know, I just the problem is, I feel bad because I really think I really think he's still got something in the tank. Mm-mm. I do, I do. I with, think he could be. I think he could be a nice. Player. Well, we look at it this way: they're playing solid defense. <clears throat> you got this quarterback who's feeling invincible right now, which is a good thing. He needs a little bit of fucking. Uh, you talking about Heineke? No, I'm talking about Levis. Oh, I thought you were talking about I, I truly think that they can go somewhere right now. Their defense is playing well. They they just beat the first place team in the division. Uh, you so you think this is gonna be the resurgence. Right. Who had who had Tennessee? You? They both I, picked I Tennessee. Did. I no, did. I mean who had them in our little pool? I mean I, I obviously had the fucking Buccaneers who were Gonna finish in last place. Not in the no, no, we're division. the other the other Oh, I'm sorry, the wrong other division. Wrong the yeah, other division. AFC NFC. But you actually think because I don't I don't buy into this at all. I don't buy into this at all. If I was the Titans, I still would have traded Derrick Henry at the deadline. You you don't have enough. There's not enough there yet. Let me tell you why I might buy into it. It's Will Levis. Do you think Traylon Burks is just gonna come back from the dead and they'll have two serviceable they had receivers? Bad it, it was bad it was bad quarterback. It's play. not the receiving core there, dude. It's just the it fucking the Ryan Tannehill is what he is. He if needs Will to Levis sit on the bench good. with a clipboard. Malik Willis needs to be getting everybody fucking water on the fucking sidelines and let the Levis kid play. He so, obviously can throw the football with some accuracy. Because of how their their schedule shakes out, and again, they play a second or third place schedule, and they have right. a really, they, they're in a really easy division. A, 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 not an up-for-grabs division, but an easy division. I think there's a scenario that if Levis is good, they could actually sneak in in that 6-7 seed. I could see it happening. It's contingent on this Levis thing not being a one-off. Right. He's got to be good, but who knows? Right, we need, we need to see at least another week or two of performance out of him. Agreed. I mean, uh, from what I've seen out of him, though, I, I mean, good. he made the throw. It's hard to fucking. It's he hard to argue. Hey, listen to me. Don't, don't be fooled by it. DeAndre Hopkins was wide open on all three of the fucking touchdowns that he caught. Well, that's what I'm saying. There wasn't a guy within five yards of him. Listen. And I was like, what the fuck? Can I ask you something? Sure. You know how you discounted what Gibbs did because he was playing Oakland? I'm discounting oh, what Levis did because he was playing Atlanta. That's fair. Yeah, I, I didn't discard Gibbs. Discount. All I'm saying. Discount. Discount. I didn't say discard. I said discount. 
you said, oh, he's playing against the worst. I mean, they could have had Jimmy G who missed two wide open passes. Let's, let's yes. Let's move on. Yes. Wide open. He had Adams twice and fucking missed him. Next up, the New Orleans Saints headed to Indianapolis to play the Colts. New Orleans came out on top 38 to 27. Uh, this was this was a nice points game. Out it wasn't of, that close, though. It wasn't as close as the scoreboard. This was they put up a ton of points. And you New Orleans, that's not their MO. Taysom Hill with two rushing touchdowns. Kamara with one. Uh, Derek Carr threw two touchdown passes, one to Rashid Shahid and one to Alvin Kamara. That's a three touchdown. I, I'll Kamara. tell you what, Shahid had like three catches, and all three of them three were catches, deep, stupid plays. Three catches, yeah. one hundred and fifty three. My fucking Jesus. god, that guy's just fucking. Fast. He's a, hey, hey, he's, he's legit, huh? Everyone gave me shit last year in fantasy because I had him. And watch out for Kamara. Yeah. He's he's getting better every, every week. Every week he's getting every better. Every better. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's really starting every to heat up. Every week. I saw a comparison of uh, Kamara's career numbers versus McCaffrey's career numbers. They're they're grossly similar. They're they're neck and neck, and Kamara leads by a little bit in three out of the four categories that I saw. Yeah, like they're grossly similar. Kamara, um, Kamara is, is legit. He's legit. He's, legit. he's a baller. Uh can we write off the Colts? Yeah, I think we can. I think we're ready. Why? To write off the As the Gardner Minshew fucking wagon jumping this right is now. What, this is what happens every time he he comes out hot the first couple games yeah. and then he fizzles out. This was the fizzle yeah. out game. Yeah, yeah. It just it wasn't pretty. That doesn't him. mean there's not a lot to like about the Colts. Josh Downs is still living up. They got Pittman back involved. This was the return of uh, Jonathan Taylor. You want to know? Colts have a bright future. Yeah, I was kind of actually. You know what was bothering me? The defense. Was it their offense that was bothering me? It was their defense. Well, you know what I will say? They don't have a what's the name went out hurt. Their fucking linebacker that's fast. Jack Leonard. Fuck. Or no. Zaire Franklin. Franklin. Yeah. He, he went out hurt. When he went out, they were having trouble. So supposedly he's good to go for this week. Okay. Um, but I'll say this. I was kind of surprised not to see them make a little push at the deadline to bring somebody in for a year, quarterback wise. I mean, you got to figure Minnesota goes. Minnesota's <laughs> got to think. You don't make that Josh Dobbs deal unless you think, okay, maybe if we win a couple more games, we could steal a playoff. Spot. Minnesota's the seventh seed right now. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, realistically, they're still in it. Indianapolis is three and five. That's why you didn't see Daniel Hunter go anywhere because they're still in it. Agreed. I I thought they would do. I thought they'd make a little push there, but. Evidently, listen. They... It's it's still it, let's let's brutally be honest here. It's still early. Anything can fucking happen at this point. No, you that's know? that's. True. I, I mean, <clears throat> it's not happening. Obviously, for Minnesota. Not to say that Dobbs is not going to be good there because Dobbs played his ass off. These, I I know they lost a lot of ball games there in Arizona, man. But the guy was playing his ass off, and they were doing it with guys you don't know who the fuck they are. Other than five or six of the division winners, I agree with you. It's still early. I, yeah. think, I think a lot of teams are still in it. I'm not saying the Vikings are going to win the division because I do not think that's going to happen. You know what? They're totally... they're st- technically, they're still in it. Technically, yeah. Mathematically, they're still in it. Mathematically they are. But... That last wild card seed in the NFC yeah. is it's like, be crazy. It's wide open. It's going to be yeah. crazy. Um, next up, the New England Patriots headed down to Miami to play the Dolphins. And... Uh, Uncle Sam decided to take New England again. Uh, Miami won this game 31 to 17. Can I ask you, why do you keep doing this? 
Braxton Berrios <laughs> did not get a touchdown. Did anybody Did anybody think Braxton Berrios will have a touchdown this week? Let, let's all be honest. Did anybody think New England was going to beat Buffalo? No, no but they but like I had I said, them covering. We one had, I had them covering. A year. Exactly. Yeah. It happens once a year. I said yeah. that. Okay. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa, 30 for 45, 324 yards, three touchdowns. Right, let's let's be honest about Tua right now. The guy, the guy's legit. That's he's awesome. upright. He's not the body bag I thought he was. I guess that little bit of weight he put can on I, on the offseason kind of helps him. Can I ask you a If you thought at any point he was a body bag, why'd you take him to be your fantasy quarterback? Uh, because I knew this asshole was, has the two best receivers in the I'll league. take him. You want to trade I tried already. I'm not trying to. You're in last. I oh, can fuck have you. He had something really? beautiful really? cooking really? up. What? I told you what I wanted. You were unable he to. He wants CJ Stroud, who I don't have. <laughs> and I want golf. <laughs> uh, Jalen Waddle, seven for 121 in a touchdown. Tyreek, eight for 112 in a touchdown. Raheem Mostert, 13 for 46 in a touchdown. Uh, as far as the Patriots go, <laughs> when do you. Kendrick just- Bourne. Kendrick Bourne's hurt now, I believe. But Is he? it was three for 36 in a touchdown out of Kendrick Bourne. I like Kendrick. He Bourne. led, excuse me, he led them in receiving yards with three for 36 in a touchdown. Mac Jones, 19 for 29, 161 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Still uh, thinking about it, Angie. Juju Smith Schuster, one for three and a touchdown. <clears throat> one for three. No, no comment. You took yeah. the Patriots. They took calls on Juju and Josh Uche and some other guys, by the way, and then ultimately the price wasn't good enough. They weren't getting enough back. Belichick's not stupid. <laughs> Go ahead. Next up, New York versus New York in the game. Did it break the record for punts in a game? <clears throat> There's 24 punts. Barstool did a, a compilation of Morstead's punts, that, like a minute and a half that, long. That was a... And they put uh, I'm a Boss by Meek Mill and Rick Ross in the background, and it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. He that, pinned that, that was three a punts within the knocker. five, and he had two more pinned within the 20. It was He was he was special teams player of the week in the AFC. There was over 1,000 punt yards in this game. <laughs> it was a, a slobber knocker. punt yards. Uh, oh, that's our one-year slobber knocker. That was our slobber knocker. The yeah. Jets beat the Giants at MetLife, thirteen to ten. Jet Life Stadium. Jet Life Stadium. Uh, Tyrod Taylor. Oh, we got to go through the stat lines in this game. Tyrod Taylor, <clears throat> four completions on seven attempts for eight yards. He died. Then and, Tommy and he got DeVito killed on the sidelines over there. Tommy DeVito, two completions on seven attempts. For negative one yard. He had a great... Tommy DeVito had a great game. They still almost won, too. It took a last-second field goal and a field goal in overtime. And here's why. Saquon Barkley, 36 rushes, 128 yards. Tyrod Taylor, 5 for 33 on the ground. Um, Their leading receivers were Darren Waller, one reception, four yards. Matt Breida, one reception, four yards. It's it's pretty easy to say that if... They don't get Daniel Jones back next week. They're absolutely fucking. They do. Dumb. They're getting him back, but Waller's going to be out. You can throw the dirt on the Giants. But Waller's supposedly going to miss a, a decent amount of time now. As far as the okay. Jets go, <coughs> seventeen for thirty-six, two hundred and forty yards, and a touchdown for Zach Wilson. Uh, he also had four for twenty-five on the ground. Brees Hall, twelve for seventeen on the ground. 
but through the air, six for 76 in a touchdown. Garrett Wilson, seven See, that's, interceptions. That's what yards. sets Brees Hall, uh, I think, sets him apart from these other guys. If he can't do it on the ground, he will catch the balls and absolutely hammer you with it. Thousand percent, Brees Hall. That's he's the real thing. Brees Hall is is in that know, elite mind, category. Mind you, I, I mean, I know it sounds ridiculous, but dude, he's going up against uh, nine, ten guys in the box every play. So he's trying to run the football, and and obviously, he's the guy that everybody's looking for. Hundred percent. So it's not like. Not like you can get him out into space or well, and like I think that. that's why he's doing it all on his own. That's why they've had a little bit more success throwing the balls because everybody's right. watching out for him. Next up, Jacksonville <laughs> headed to Pittsburgh to play the Steelers. Jacksonville comes out on top in this one, twenty to ten. Trubisky, I... Pickett, Pickett goes out. Trubisky comes in. Trubisky doesn't look great. I mean, do we think if Pickett finishes this game, he makes it a game? Yes. Maybe. I, I, yes, the the I refs, so. Deontay you know, Johnson. Really, you know it. what? I, I'm getting tired of the fucking bad calls. Yeah. Deontay that, Johnson that, that came play out and on said Neil something. With the sack. Mm-hmm. Well, not a sack, but a pressure. And they they throw a fucking goddamn roughing the passer on him was absolutely atrocious. Rain was a factor, I, too, in this one. The NFL is slowly but surely becoming the NBA. Do we agree that we still haven't seen enough of Jacksonville to to, to put money on them at this point? I'm I'm really really close. Atn's a monster. Yeah, that's, that's all about thing. that's about it. That kid's a monster. Do you see the performance he did against a really good defense? Agreed. You know what? I like Atn, but it's I think at one point it's just all going to click at once. Everything is going to click at once, and it hasn't completely clicked. Yet. I don't know. I I don't know what it is offensively. <coughs> I don't know if it's the play calling. If it's the play calling, that's kind of fucking weird. But I mean, how could you not utilize a guy like Ridley? I don't understand. You're not it. utilizing your best fucking offensive weapon. That is a deep threat. And they don't even throw it downfield to him. It's a weekly to me, issue. That's just stupid. It's a week credit credit to ETN though. He's he's as advertised this year. I really thought, I really thought, yeah, Angie just pointed out in the comments, they just traded for an offensive lineman from uh Minnesota. Yeah. Or no, was it Cleveland? No, it was Minnesota. It was Minnesota. Um his name is Cleveland, isn't it? What's his name? Hold on. Yes. Hold on. He played at Georgia, I believe. Ezra Cleveland. Yeah, there it is. Where'd he play at? Ezra Cleveland? Where did Ezra Cleveland play at? Uh, let's see. He <laughs> was... God, I typed in Jezra Cleveland. Hold on. Hold on. Boise State. Boise State. Whoa. 25-year-old from Boise State. Huh. Uh, he's six foot seven. Wow. Big dude. Uh, next up, in a game that I thought... Was gonna rip out Uncle Sam's heart, and I wanted it to happen so bad. I wanted to be right about this one so bad. Philadelphia went into Washington and got out by the skin of their teeth. Uh, let me because let me... Washington was in control of this game <laughs> up until the fourth quarter, and I thought that Sam Howell was gonna do it. I thought he was gonna do it. And Go ahead. Let, let me let me ask you guys a serious question. Here. Yeah, is there any receiver right now better than AJ Brown? I was just gonna say. 
My God, he is fucking a monster. I was just going to say, all you have to do to beat the Eagles at this point is you just got to cover A.J. Brown. But they were doing that. They had guys on top of him. They had guys under him. They had guys on him. He's fucking unstoppable. His quarterback is also forcing the ball to him, which is fantastic. That's, yeah. that's that'll help. But yeah, I mean, I don't think there's a better receiver at the moment than AJ Brown. I, I I'm serious, and I I that's mean, I, you beat I think Tariq Hill is probably the best guy in the NFL. But I, I got to say, AJ Brown is more complete than Tariq Hill. Is. If you take AJ, if you oh. take AJ Brown out of the <clears throat> equation, if you find a way to stop him, you're beating the Eagles. Whoever has yeah. the best secondary is beating the Eagles, and guess what? And I, I believe the same thing with uh, Miami. The Seahawks, you take Tariq Hill out of the fucking game, you'll beat them. The Seahawks go to Philly, I think, in the next month. Look okay. out for that one. Look can out I, for, okay. for Seattle to beat the Eagles. Can can we can we talk about something? How this so this such highly touted Philadelphia defense allowed Sam Howell to put up 400 yards of passing against them. Low key, you know who's number five in, in points per game in fantasy right now for quarterbacks? Sam Howell. Sam Howell. Yeah, yeah, Sam he's absolutely Howell's, fucking he's killing quietly it right putting together a big year. Yeah. Uh, good for him. I still think his coach sucks. I think they should promote, promote the enemy next year and go find someone that can run the defense better than Ron Rivera can. Get some pieces with the with the trade capital they just got. But Sam Howell's playing his way into that job long term. But here's the problem. Sam Howell it just continues to get battered and beaten. They and, they need to go they get need offensive to protect line. that guy. He's the most sack quarterback in the fucking league. And, and if it continues to happen, he's going to get hurt. Can, can if, I, you're, if you're hinting at Philly as beatable, I Philly I Philly looks more beatable now than ever. I, could, I couldn't agree more. In my opinion. I couldn't agree more. Uh, Jamison Crowder comes out of, I didn't even know, I thought he was dead. Jamison Crowder comes out to have a big game. Jahan Dotson with a big game. McLaurin actually showed up. I, I mean, I thought, I really thought Washington was going to be able to do it. I did. And you want to know something? Washington could be that last seed in. Yeah, they're not out of it. Washington could be that last seed in in the NFC. Is Washington better than the Vikings? Yes. Yes. I think well, now that Kirk, Kirk I think now that Kirk Cousins is out, yeah. yes, yeah. And I think honestly, I think I think what I said last week about Washington might be better than all of the NFC South teams is true. Yeah, I could see it. See, but they always do that though. They always come out and have a great game against Philly. That's why I picked them because they usually fucking beat Philly. Right. They usually give Philly, but it that didn't happen for everything else. It didn't happen, Whatever, dude. You want to know what's? I'm gonna... sorry. What's Philly again? What's her record? Seven and one. That's right. Question for you: What was it last year when they lost the Super Bowl? I'm sorry. What was it last year when they lost the Super Bowl? It doesn't matter. They won this year. They won what? You talk all the shit you want. They're still the top dog. Do you think they look beatable, Philly? Well, I think every team's beatable at this point. In, per- in particular, do you think Philly looks better or worse who, than last Who do you think, and, and let's be honest, who do you think looks better than Philly right now? Right now. In the past few weeks, you've seen all these teams play. Who do you think looks better than Philadelphia? The only one that comes to mind instantly Baltimore. Is, is Baltimore. Thank you. That's what um, I just. I'm had. still. I still. I'm. I'm taking. If they play it, I'm correct. taking Philly over them. Still not what I asked. Do you think Philly is more beatable this year than last year? Well, yeah. I don't think their defense is as good as they were last year. I'm with you. They're missing a lot of pieces from that defense. Once again, you're missing your two inside linebackers. You're starting fucking How many safety. Times have we heard this. You're missing a lot of guys. <laughs> huh? I, you, 
I, I get that, but it's not about yeah. the guys you're well, missing. It's about what? what you're doing with Javon Hargrave is in San Francisco. What has he done? What has he done? He's been a liability against the run. They can't stop the fucking run right now. So then, so, so they should be better. I, I mean, but Javon Hargrave is a pass rusher, not a fucking inside tackle to stop the run. That's not what he does. <laughs> All I'm saying is this. They're only getting better by the week. So guess what? They got they got the new kid from uh, the Titans. He's going to come in there. He's Byard, gonna he's start. talking about Kevin Byard. Yes. They're going to get better. Trust I, me. Okay. They'll be better by the end of the year. They will be in the NFC Championship game. Are you doing the schedule? Are you doing the schedule? I was going to ask about Go ahead. the schedule. I just said it will be in the NFC Championship game. At home against Dallas easily. At home against Dallas this week. Tough game. At home, Philly. Dallas? at home against Dallas? At home against Dallas. I think they beat Dallas this week. Okay. Fair. You know why? Because Dallas just got done blowing out a fucking Rams team that is uh, very young. And they're going to come in and play a veteran team. And uh, Okay. Next. E- even if Dallas wins this game, kudos to them. <coughs> then they're tied, no? Or no, there's still two games. Still back. a game up. At Kansas City. I think they lose at Kansas City. I agree. I don't know. If Kansas City comes out and looks the way they did this week, I think they can beat them. Uh, yes? Yeah, I'll agree to 100%. See what Denver did to him. I agree 100%, Hello? but Mahomes had the flu, and it was it was snowing oh, out, too. Yeah, you know what? Let's not make any excuses. Okay. There. No, it, like, ma- it matters. 100% yeah, matters. Yeah. I remember, still think Kansas City they, looked bad, and I thought Denver looked good. I still agree with you. They were you. fucking awful. They were awful. It happens. That, that was my just last exactly. week. When you said the Lions were doomed, that was my just last week. Yeah. There are weeks where teams will come out, yeah. and they will look awful. Anybody right. can be anybody on any different, different given day in this league. You have to, this team okay. lost to Zach Wilson. I'm sorry? This team that we're talking about right. lost to Zach Wilson. Right. Do they beat Buffalo so did Buffalo. Do so they go down the fucking line but, right okay, now. Okay, but see, this is the thing. You sit there and talk yeah, about well, how I, Kansas City was petrified dog shit. And, oh, if they I didn't played say the way Kansas they, City was petrified. If Philadelphia I plays, they were awful this week. If Philadelphia plays Kansas City the way they did against the Jets, then Philly will lose. Maybe. Do they I, beat we'll Buffalo? I think Philly's the best team in the league. I think they're going to win the Super Bowl. I don't think they're getting better every week like you do. I think they're oh, very— I, I, they got nowhere to go but better. I, I just think there's certain things they do well, and then they get exposed at other things. And they gotta they have to put together—other They than Miami, they haven't put together all, all of their other games. They're not good in all three phases yeah, at the same time. Yeah, it hasn't clicked yet. Miami, it did. But then you came out against the, the Commanders, and then it, it didn't happen. So I'd love Miami to see. Miami did once this year. No, I'm, t- I'm talking. I'm talking. I mean, the Eagles versus the Dolphins. That's the yeah. only game where Philly kind of looked like Philly. I want. I, there's much I to be desired. I think they're the best team in the league. I think they're the most talented. There's much to be desired. Keep going with the schedule. I don't think they beat Kansas City in Kansas City. Uh, Buffalo. I think they could beat Buffalo at home. I certainly think they could beat Buffalo at home. I think it's a trap game. I think Buffalo takes that game. What? San Francisco at San Francisco. These questions are for you. These are for me? Yeah. Right now, what I about think it? right now I think the Eagles are beating San Francisco. That yeah. can totally change. But right yeah. now I think the Eagles are when do they got Frisco next week? Three no. weeks. Okay. It's they Three play weeks Dallas. From now? Hold on. They play Dallas next week. You obviously think Philly's gonna win. Then they're uh, on a bye. I'm gonna take Philadelphia. They're at home. Okay. And then I, they're I, on a bye. Okay. Then they're at Kansas City. Okay. Are you taking Philadelphia? Yes. Okay. Then they're at home against Buffalo. 
I'm going to take them at home against Buffalo. Yeah. Then they're at San Francisco. At San Francisco, that might be a loss. Wow. At San Francisco. Wow. That might be a loss. But Brock no, Purdy's because they're at Frisco. This is a revenge game. Brock Purdy. Championship yeah, game. Yeah, Brock Purdy. I'll say this much. San Francisco is a really play tough by place there. to play, but Joe Burrow just won there, so. Yeah. Joe Burrow went in there and smacked the shit out of him, so. And then at Dallas. At Dallas again? Uh, I'm. They might split. Yeah. They might split. I'll give them that's, a split. That's my take, and I know they have more. There should be Baltimore should be the next one, right? Uh, Honest to God, I don't. I think Baltimore was even later than that. Hold on. Shit, I lost it here. So um, I think they split with Dallas. I think they're just split with Dallas. I think Dallas is people are sleeping on them a little bit. I think they split with Dallas, and I think they lose one of San Francisco or Kansas City. I think they lose one yeah. of those games. I don't know which one. And then there was another tough one in there too, wasn't there? It was. Hold on. Uh, at Seattle, after Dallas. Oh yeah, at Seattle. That's really tough. That's not Seattle, a gimme game. Seattle has all the pieces to take the Eagles down more than any other team. Yeah, because then their last three are the Giants, Arizona, and the Giants. Oh, so they don't play the Ravens. No. Oh, I made that up. The Ravens play some. What's their last oh, three games? The Ravens play the Niners. The Ravens yes. play the Niners. Their last three games are Giants, Arizona, Giants. Yeah, but this is this is a gauntlet. This is their gauntlet. Dallas, KC, Buffalo, San right, Fran, Dallas, Seattle. Right now. And they play, you got to remember, and play the toughest schedule in the league because he and the fucking Super Bowl. Out of all of those games, right? They actually they have San Francisco at home. They're at Arrowhead. Okay, hard place to play in. I wouldn't be surprised if they lost that game. Yeah, I think they're going to lose. That's that hard game. to go in there and, play, and to win. See, I, I mean, look what Denver did. Both who would have thought teams, Denver could go into Kansas City and beat Kansas City? Both the Chiefs and the Eagles have left a lot to be desired for me this yeah. year. They both look bad right now. The, the difference that, in that game is you, Arrowhead. Let me say a little Arrowhead in December, too. About this Kansas City deal. Do we even talk about that yet or no? No, we, you want to? Yeah, let's, let's, let's graduate. Okay. Kansas City uh, headed to Denver and got their asshole punched uh, by right. Russell Wilson, 24 to 9. Uh,. Did you watch any of that or no? Yes, I watched. I, I watched. I watched, yeah. the I, I watched Red Zone. So, so basically, you seen Javante Williams was pretty much money in that game. Yeah, my man, my man was running very hard. Talk about a guy that's getting better every week. You know, yeah. I got to remember that ACL was recently, like it was right. within a year, and he's he's running better and harder every right. week. His numbers go he's up. Getting every week. there, he's almost where he needs to be. Uh, Russ is Russ has been. He was pretty good, man. Russ is again. Russ has been yeah. good. I'm shocked because I I was beginning to believe him, saying, mm -hmm. "Hey, maybe this guy is fucking no. washed up." It was but perfect. He continues to put the he had 114 up. yards passing. Perfect utilization huh? of, of Sutton. Perfect. Uh, Judy got on the board. I think in this one. I think I think this. It, it was in the cold and it was in the snow. Give yeah. him a little credit. Mahomes threw the ball 40 times and two picks. It's right. simple. It's it's that simple thing. Like. I think the, things are trending up for Denver. Denver, for the first time all year, came in with a good game plan. A fucking game plan to a actually try to good game control plan. the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Give the ball to Javante Williams 27 times while it's snowing and only let Russell Wilson throw the ball 20. And hey, it Guess might what? work. You win. And you win. They won pretty easy. I don't. I, don't, I, I didn't think it was a fucking uh, a competitive game whatsoever. Nothing, nothing here. Nothing here excites me. Other than the fact that the Chiefs might have some red zone woes. Uh, because for some reason, when Travis Kelsey isn't dominating the game, you mean when Taylor Swift's not there? 
Yeah, when yeah, Taylor Swift is there, not, not the Russell hype again. Yeah, because I mean, I I refuse to allow that to happen. Okay. At the end of the day, Denver's a five-win team. I don't Denver's care. A five-win team is what it is. They'll they'll they might lock out. And you know what? Do they have to play the Chargers? Again? Hold on, you of all people <clears throat> should know this is a divisional game. Right. Yeah. You have to play the Chargers again? Oh, okay. Just shake that one right off. It doesn't matter what I say. No, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree with what you said. You know. That that's the most important part is that was the division. They play Buffalo, Minnesota, Cleveland, Houston, Chargers, Detroit, New England, the Chargers, and the Raiders. They'll win two more games. Well, how many times they got the Raiders? They play the Raiders one more time and the Chargers one more time. Or they play Chargers twice. So let's say Let's say they beat the Chargers. They already beat them once, correct? No, they play them two more times. They haven't played them. Oh, they had, they have to play the Chargers. They twice. played the Raiders already and lost. They lost to the Raiders. Opening first game, the first, game the first game of the year. First game of the year. Lost by a point. First game of the it year. It just, I think, it just clearly took. It took a little bit. They've got the Broncos have gotten better every week. It took them a little yeah. bit to get going. They've improved. And, Do I think they're a great team? No. Here, here's another team that lets their two top pass rushers fucking go before the trade deadline. And they're actually better now than they were prior to them. Yeah, that's true. So what does this say for the uh, Redskins? Could the Redskins be the, the team to turn up that's now? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You know, I, I mean, we don't know. Next up, the Cleveland Browns headed to Seattle to play the Seahawks. And I'll tell you what, P.J. Walker gave them a halfway decent game. They they kept it, He kept it close. Uh, was it a great quarterback performance? No. Uh, I will say Kareem Hunt t- doing his thing on the can, ground. Can I can I say this, dude? Let, let's let's totally be honest right now. Sure. If Nick Nick Chubb was not hurt, this team would have a lot more fucking momentum than what they have right now. They're still, right now. they're still a seven seed. They're, I'm sorry? They're, they're still more than in it. I think they're. I think the Browns yeah. are getting into the playoffs. Personally, yeah, they're very much in it. I don't. But think... with Nick Chubb, I mean, if they had him right now with that defense playing the way they are. I I just dis- I disagree. If I they disagree. Had a, fucking quarterback. a quarterback is the issue. They need Rub and Tug to play like three well, years ago. Rub guess and what? Tug. I don't think Rug. I'm going to be honest with you, dude. I don't think he's going to make it to the end of the year. I think he might be right. He's supposed. I to think play Rub and Tug. I th- he had a I full practice he today. Gone. He's dog shit. Yeah, I just think he's not that good. That's the difference. It's not Nick Chubb. They need a quarterback. They need a guy that can get those receivers the ball because they're running the ball well between Ford and Chubb every week. I Not agree. Chubb, uh, Kareem Hunt. Hunt. Kareem Hunt and, and Ford, every week they're running the ball well. It would help to have Nick Chubb, of course. That would be great. The major difference on, and for this team, though, is a quarterback. They're getting in, in my opinion. I, I think they're the seventh seed in the in the AFC. Okay. I, I cannot stand the Seattle Seahawks right now. I think the Seattle Seahawks are my least favorite team in football because – I'm sorry. I know Geno Smith is not in my heart of hearts. I know he's not the answer. I know he's not that good of a quarterback, right? It, it's just not. Second of all, you got Kenneth Walker and Charbonnet, and they combined for fucking 12 carries. Charbonnet outsnapped Kenneth Walker, too. Yeah. That, I, I just don't what, understand what is, it. What is going on? What is Pete Carroll doing right Th- now? Third, third, third. If they just, I still can't, they still, they're the, I don't know how they're five and two because for some reason, I just feel like at some point this has to fall apart. And the problem is I felt the well, same it did way last year. year. It did I know. last year. I know. Right at playoff. Their fucking I, it, if it does, the one person you name that would be the catalyst for it falling apart is Geno Smith. Yeah. I that's what's I mean, but he's they, they, they don't put him in position to lose games. They have a gauntlet coming up. They clearly they have Philly. Yep. 
Niners twice. So if they're frauds, we'll find out. But right now they're tied with the Lions, same record, five and two, or maybe they had a bye. Five and two. No, they're five and two. Five and two. Lions are six and two. They beat the Lions. Um, they're right there, and they're they're their division. I think they just traded for Leonard Williams. They first place. Yeah, and they got Frank they are Clark. First yeah. They're in first place. They so, just they just traded for Leonard uh, Williams. They control all the they hold all their own cards. They control their destiny. For the record, they already had their bye. Mm-hmm. Um, and going forward, they play at Baltimore next week. Home against Washington at the Rams at home against Frisco at Dallas. At, this is tough. Home against Frisco at Dallas at Frisco at home against Philadelphia. Yeah, so that's if, a tough, they're, tough. if they're frauds, we'll find out. That's yeah. a tough schedule. If they can come out of their 500, they're for real. Um, I just can't stand them. I can't stand hey, them. Quick shout out to Angie. You've been blowing up the chat the entire time. We appreciate you. Yeah. The Leonard Williams trade. You want to know what I think of Pete Carroll's success? I I, I just, you know what? I, I, I dislike him as a human being. He's fucking an asshole. That's what I think of Pete Carroll. Is he fucking, he's a fucking an asshole, asshole or is he an asshole? Yeah, he's a two-faced everyone loves fucking anal. lying asshole. What did he lie about? Sorry? What did he lie about? Oh god, don't, don't go here. Yeah. Don't go here. Don't even go there. Tune right in now. next week. We can, yeah, we can yeah, you guys can finish up. Call Cam Chancellor and ask him. He'll tell oh, you. Oh, okay, got it, got it. Contracts. Yeah, I got you. Motherfucker. Should I go on to the next yeah, game or you gotta call no, Doug go Baldwin? Doug Baldwin. See what Pete Carroll lied about. Baltimore headed to Arizona to play the Cardinals. Baltimore came out on top in a close game, 31-24. to Arizona with 17 fourth-quarter points to make this one yeah, it was, at least somewhat respectable on the It wasn't as close as the score, but that doesn't mean the Cardinals didn't play them extremely tough like they've been Especially doing. Especially in the second week. half they did. Yeah. I'm excited to see what Kyler Murray does. He might play this week, finally. Big Gus. 19. Oh, I, I heard that Clayton Tune is the guy playing this week. Well, if Murray's not physically ready. Right. Clayton Tune. I, I would assume that he's guy. ready. I don't think they would have got rid of Dobbs if I don't think they would have got rid of Dobbs either. Yeah. If Murray wasn't playing. I think Murray's right. gonna play. I agree. Gus Edwards, 19 for 80 and three touchdowns in this game. Mark Andrews, four for 40 and a touchdown. Uh, Lamar Jackson, 18 for 27, 157 yards and a touchdown, as well as 17 yards on the ground. Josh Dobbs, 25 for 37, 208 yards, two tuds, two picks. And Imari DiMercato, 20 for 78. And Josh Dobbs ran one in as well. Trey McBride, the big tight end that Uncle Sam now has in his flex spot, 10 receptions, 95 yards and a touchdown. What a day for Trey McBride. Now, yeah, but that was with Dobbs. Yeah, he's got a new quarterback coming in now. New quarterback coming. Might not even look his way. All right. I think this is the one that everybody's been waiting for here, so you can just you can just let it go. Uh, Cincinnati headed to San Francisco. Cincinnati punched Brock Purdy's ass cheeks 31 to 17. There's a couple stories here, in my opinion. Go. Um, the first is obviously, I think I don't. I don't know if they're going to win the division, but Burrow looks like Burrow. Oh, real quick, I think I think the Bengals. The Bengals right now, the way that they're looking, they're back. Bengals I, are back. I'll I'll give it to you. I think the biggest issue and we talked about it earlier. San Francisco's defense is not the San Francisco's defense right now, to the point where uh, Kyle Shanahan, who's their coordinate, who's their D coordinator. Kyle Shanahan's been talking to him to get Jack the, Del Rio. 
No, I thought Jake Del Rio's in uh, in uh, in Steve Washington. Wilkes. Steve Wilkes. Uh, Kyle Shanahan's talking to him. They're on their bye right now, and he's trying to get him out of the booth and onto the field going forward because that was, you know, the last two weeks, the, the Cleveland, they didn't do enough offensively, in my opinion. Last week, they didn't do enough offensively. This week, they did do enough offensively, and it, it still wasn't enough. When you're giving up 30, it's hard to win, especially at home. And uh, I thought I thought that was they're just their defense has issues. Chase Young's coming at a good time because Boza's been he's been lackluster. I think their secondary's kind of dropped off. So I'm curious to see what they do going forward. But uh, and then Brock Purdy, of course, that wasn't uh, the one pick was bad and led to a touchdown. But the other pick is just so untimely. And uh, I think they have major issues mainly on defense. But the wheels just kind of came off, in my opinion, on in all facets. Uncle Sam, go ahead. Grave stomp. This Sorry? One, this one's teed up for you. What do you mean? Hit a home run. Home run? <clears throat> Listen, Brock Purdy. Whoever thought Brock Purdy was a, a good quarterback. Can I stop you real quick? Absolutely fucking wrong. Can I stop you real quick? Go ahead. You can't say Will Levis looks great and makes all the throws and then go off and say Brock Purdy's a bad fucking quarterback. I just want you to know that. I just said Brock Purdy is what Brock Purdy is. He's but game manager at best. But he makes... All of the fucking throws that yeah. they ask him to make. Game That's manager. what Will Levis did. Game just... manager. But when you put the when the pressure is on, this is what I talked about about Brock Purdy. If the pressure is on, they got to play from behind. He's dog shit. Okay, that you're looking at what he is. This is the guy who was picked 255th in the fucking Can draft. Can I interrupt you real That's quick? That's why. Hold on. He was picked 255th. Before in the draft. before you say that about Brock Purdy. Go ahead. Okay. Kyle Shanahan is one in thirty-one. That's went down he, by more than three, going into the fourth quarter. That's because he coaches his way out of wins. So is that Brock Purdy's fault? Uh, I think it's a combination. Uh, it's a combination of losing, dude. Of, of so here's the Kyle the Shanahan getting away from what he does that he's successful at, and he's overthinking it. And that has a lot to do with it. But I, I just don't think Brock Purdy is the guy. Anyways, he's, I don't. Got, he's got a whole body of work that shows that he is the guy. Okay. Well, he's got a whole body of work that says he ain't the guy. Three, the three last games? three fucking games says he ain't the three, guy. You're, you're going to take the three games and have it outweigh the other 15? You're going to take the six from last year? You're take the six games from last year? So you take the he six won, games from won, last year, he right? He all the games last year. He okay. All the games he played six in. games. He lost in a, in a championship game. He take was injured what in the went on this year. He didn't finish the championship game. Doesn't matter. They lost. Um, <laughs> you take this year. Okay, they started out gangbusters. Would they win five in a row? Yes, five in a row. Guess what? They lost three in a row, and two of those games were on him. Mm-mm. Nope. Two of those fucking games were on him. Untimely turnovers when it mean and when it meant the most. One, they missed the field they goal. Gave up 30 one, they missed the field home. goal. I get it. They gave up 30 points at home. And on that one where they gave up, they gave up the field goal, he's the one that drove the field without Ayuk and I without just said, McCaffrey. And he the put them in position was, to win. They missed the field goal. And that wasn't his fault. They didn't lose because I, of him last week. Well, guess too. what? They lost because of him last week. That fucking throw in the triple triple coverage was fucking god awful. So what about all the good throws though? How do you over? How do you okay, how do you say I, Will Levis? Hold can, on, hold on, hold on. How do you say Will Levis makes all these great throws? Oh Jesus Christ! And then you don't say did, Brock did Purdy Will makes Levis the same throws. not make 
four incredible throws this weekend. He did, but I watched the did, fucking game. Did Will game Levis and throw into triple Purdy, coverage to get Brock, picked off twice? Brock Purdy throws into triple coverage and makes it, though, but you're only talking about the misses. All I'm saying is he is, he is what I said he was. But you, that's my whole point is you can make that same case for every quarterback in the league. You, if you can key in on three bad throws and say, this is the reason they lost, yeah, it happens. Quarterbacks cost teams games. When you give up 30 to Joe Burrow at home, you're going to lose. You're going to lose. If you ask anyone in the 49ers organization the reason they're losing right now, you know what they're going to say? The 49ers cannot play from behind, period. If you ask period. anyone in the 49ers organization right now why they're losing games, what are they going to say? I don't know. What are they going to say? Their fucking defense, which is their MO, okay. well, isn't playing well. And I agree. Maybe they can't come from behind. Maybe they, maybe they can't do it. To me, it looks like they can't come from behind. To me, it does too. From what what I've seen, they struggle when they have to come from behind, and and they're not. They don't look like the same team. But when you have a statistically number one defense, I, I, and it's I a don't world look beater, at. I, I'm not looking at the stat part of it. Their deep their defense is still a top five defense, even though they played like shit. The last three weeks, they're still a top five defense. They're still the number two defense in the NFL. Even playing the shitty that as they've been playing. The problem is, this you you just said it yourself. They don't have a fucking Joe Burrow that can dig it in and fucking come from fucking twenty down and do it. How many they don't quarterbacks? Have how many quarterbacks in the league do you currently I, trust? I, I I totally agree. How many? How many of you guys you think that can come from that far down? And I win? think. I think you think. I think Brock Purdy is the best quarterback in the league, which I don't. I'm no. saying he's a very good quarterback. I would want okay. him on my team. He does everything they ask. Okay. There's only so many quarterbacks. Would you take, would you take Brock Purdy over Jared Goff? No. Mm, not enough of a body of work right now. I would say no. That being you said, you just told me to look at his body of work. We're looking at his body of work right now. Not enough. Would of you body take work him over Jared Goff? Right now, no, I wouldn't. Now, where do you place Jared Goff as far as quarterbacks in this league? So ten. listen, listen. Top ten. Top, top ten. My my point is, there's only so many quarterbacks in the league that I trust when they're down seven points and there's two minutes left on the clock to drive the field and get it done. The number of current quarterbacks in the league I trust to do that. If we're taking Aaron Rodgers, who's injured out, the number of current quarterbacks I trust to do that at the moment, it might be two. Joe Burrow is one of them. Joe Burrow is one. Of them. I agree. I trust Mahomes I and I trust Joe Burrow. I don't even trust fucking Jalen Hurts to do that. I think you, he's you throwing the ball. You trust Pat Mahomes? Yeah, I trust Mahomes to get that job done for sure. Mahomes and Burrow. I, listen, there, there's no, there's no denying that Patty Mahomes is the guy. Period. Because guess what? If you come within two yards of him, you're going to get a flag. Angie, on you. Angie, great comment. He's good. Brock Purdy is good. I agree, but he's not two minute drill guy. Good. And it, and it goes back to your point. You're correct about this. I don't trust Brock Purdy to play from behind, but I don't trust right. a lot of fucking quarterbacks right. to go get the job done playing from behind. True. I don't. There's not a lot of guys. I don't think Brock Purdy is a top five quarterback. I think I, I don't either. I think he's, I, I never thought he was. I think they could easily win a Super Bowl with him, and I think he's a very good quarterback, and he makes all Let the throws that he Let me ask you a question. Who would you rather have, Dak Prescott or Brock Purdy? Right now, Brock Purdy. But Over Dak Prescott. But Dak Prescott a couple years ago was in that conversation of guys that I trust to drive the field with two minutes left to score. And now, who, right now, I don't. Who would say they trust fucking Dak Prescott? Not you. Here. Not me. Uh, 
I just want to President get... Baker, I don't trust Josh Allen. I don't Angie, I don't trust Josh Allen. I don't, I don't either. I don't. I don't either, I've seen him saying, fold. He's exactly what we're talking about right now. I've seen him that fold guy... in that situation every time, especially in the playoffs. The one time he didn't fold, it's because they lost a coin toss in Kansas City. Correct. And I think he would have won that game. But other than that, every time Burrow has, or Josh Allen has had the ball in his hands to win the game, I agree. He doesn't get it done. I agree. He's not that guy. I totally either. agree with you. Totally. What were you going to say? I was going to say I thought Cincinnati's defense played really well this game. <laughs> it did. I guess. It did. I guess that doesn't really matter. It did. I guess no, what it, it, does, it hey. does matter because they need their defense to win. Hey, let Absolutely. Me, let me tell you something. The, the unsung hero of that whole game, Joe Mixon. That Joe Mixon had a very nice running game. hard. Mm-hmm. They, they, they didn't have an answer for him. Burrow's was, best games or their over. best situations have come when Mixon has been running. Right, if well. Mixon's right. on, they're on. It, it, it's it. the right. same as Jared Goff. It, it, if you can unlock play action and you can get the right. ball down to Higgins and you can dump it off to Jamar Chase, that's really good news for Joe Jamar, Burrow. Jamar Chase is the real thing. All right, he's another guy that's. Listen, we're gonna get this game done and the outro done in under three minutes. Let's do it and keep this episode under two hours. Uh, the no. Chicago Bears headed to SoFi State. What'd you say? There's no way. <laughs> the Chicago Bears headed to SoFi Stadium to play the Chargers, and they got their asshole punched by the Chargers, 30 to 13. Titty Badgent looked just fucking. <clears throat> it was bad. It was. You bad. know what? Titty Badgent. I, I, I feel bad for the kid. Um, Do you it's feel bad for Titty. This is he, gonna take three minutes right here. From last week to this week, my God, what happened? <laughs> Titty Badgett, twenty. Titty Badgett forgot how to play. (laughs) Titty Badgett, twenty-five or thirty-seven, two hundred thirty-two yards, two picks, and a sixty-two QBR. Um, Justin Herbert with a fucking bionic thumb uh, came out there through three touchdown passes. uh, One Eckler, one to Parham, who actually I thought had a really nice game. Donald Parham, uh, four for forty-three and a touchdown, but he earned those forty-three yards. Uh, See me. Fihoko had a touchdown reception in this game. Uh, that sounds like a wine. See me, Fihoko? Yeah. Yeah. Um, outside of that, I don't think there's anything realistically to talk about another for theme, the Bears. Another theme this week, this this win for the Chargers said more about how bad the Bears yes, are. Yes, agree, a thousand percent. I want to see the Chargers put together a good performance against a good team. Austin Eckler had 15 rushing yards. Once again, Brandon Staley. You too. I Brandon understand. Staley, you and I had good weeks. You we know, shot for Titty Badgett. I was trying to yeah. beat Titty Badgett. I was score. trying to get him to win too. I, I took him. I Titty still Badgett. think I still think the clock's ticking on Brandon Staley. What's their What's their outlook right now? What, what, uh, I, know, I know there's got a good team, a bad team. Hold on, One hold on. The so Lions. they're three and four right now, and then they play at the Jets. That's a tough game. At home against Detroit. Tough game. At Green Bay. <sighs> we'll call it a tough game. At home against Baltimore. Extremely yeah. tough game. At New England. They could win that one. At home against Denver. They can win that one. I don't know, though. It's tough. At the Raiders. Winnable. At home against Buffalo. Tough game. At Denver. Call it tough, tough game. game. At Kansas City. Tough game. There's two winnable games. So those two games at the end of the year are divisional games. Yep. Mm-hmm. On the road for them. Mm-hmm. So good luck. They need to split with Denver. 
Yeah. Which they should be able to do. They should be able to sweep Denver, but they need to split with te- Denver. They need to win. They got to beat the Lions. They got to there's there's some games and there, there's a realistically, lot of really tough games. Realistically, Buffalo. they need to beat the Jets. They need to beat Green Bay. They need to beat New England. They need to split with Denver and they need to beat Las Vegas again. Yeah. And that still only gets them to 8 wins. Yeah. yeah. So at that point, you need to beat one of Lions, Bills, Chiefs. Chiefs like, to get right. in, you need to Baltimore. beat one of those teams. Yeah. An an eight or an eight win or a nine win team is going to get in in the NFC. Maybe it's not going to happen in the AFC. It's going to be a lot tougher in the AFC because right. the North is loaded and the East is is on its way. So they need to win. Like they nine might not do it for them. Uh, real quick before we leave, uh, just some breaking news going on right now. Michael Bidwell. You know who that is? He said the N-word to his employees. In the parking lot. So that's the owner of the uh, Arizona Cardinals. What did he say? He used a he had a racially charged tirade in the parking lot of the stadium. So that one will be one to monitor. What did he say? It was a racially charged tirade. They've been getting investigated Again, for I'm not going to go there. They've been getting Again, investigated too. for work, oh, someone, someone that worked Christ. for him. They've been getting investigated for workplace environment issues for the last year. It's all coming out right now. The last time this happened was with the Panthers, with uh, Jerry Richardson, who ended up having to sell the team. So look out for the Cardinals to end up being up for sale in the next year or two. What the hell? Anything, Ned? What are we coming to? Okay, what? we're not going down this road. Freedom you, of speech. Anything? Good. Anything? Anything? Yeah, I've been watching the Pistons, and they're very entertaining, and they're on tonight, and I'm excited to watch them. Cade Cunningham and Jalen Duran are really fun Basketball's to watch. Basketball's owned by the Chinese. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. Make sure to follow our socials, Instagram and Twitter at Tip Balls, TikTok at Tip Balls Podcast. Will you bark for us? Angie wants a wolf. Listen to me. Okay. The NFL is becoming the NBA. If you're listening to us hold on, spot- Hold on. If the Browns get in, will you bark? <laughs> If the Browns get into the playoffs, will you bark? That's oh. that's fair. That's totally I fair. Think that's fair. We bark Bowl. every week. He said Super Bowl. I bark twice a week. Yeah. If Tug and Rub, if Tug and Rub makes a playoff spot, we deserve a bark. We deserve a bark. I say you bark. Oh yeah, playoff. Dwight Howard is for sure gay. If you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple Music, check us out say on YouTube. What? Whoa, 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 whoa! Go back. Subscribe so you get noticed when we go live and join us in the comments. Dwight Thank Howard? you so much for listening. Good night.